0: Wake up in the morning you going to wake up in the morning. I'm talking right. You're about to experience a morning show unlike any other. out to the breakfast club.
1: I hope to see on every
2: morning. What you guys are doing right now is the hub culture. The breakfast club is my morning sit. I need it and I love it so much. Feels yeah. like you
3: are really not popping until you do the breakfast club. I've been waiting to come to y'all's show, man. I really? know you got to be a big time celebrity oh, to be up tall, in here. You got to be you got to be big
0: time. Enze, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne <laughs> the God. It's the Breakfast Club, bitches. The the Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 yo,
4: yo, 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 Good
5: morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy.
6: Charlamagne Tha God.
4: Peace to the planet. It's Monday. What's happening?
6: Yes, it's Monday. Back to the work week.
4: Back to the work week, man. And let me tell you something. If you, um... Even if your team wasn't playing this weekend, oh, which, which, which mine certainly wasn't, the Dallas Cowboys. Mine wasn't. We're, we're not even talking about y'all. You know, we never even thought about playing, okay? we did not talking about y'all either. But well, we were in the playoffs, okay? A but little bit. You got to say this was a little bit, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> this, was, this was one of the greatest it was. NFL playoff weekends oh, man. I've ever witnessed in my 43 years of existence. Yes. I mean, my God. Every single game was to the wire. You yeah. didn't know what was going to happen at the end. Like... This is why the NFL is the greatest, yeah. the greatest sport on.
6: Yeah, it was it was a great Urf. weekend for games. Uh, shout out to everybody in North Carolina. I was out in North Carolina. I was in stats uh, on Saturday and then Sunday. I was watching the game at Cloud, and man, can I if, if I could just tell you that, that it, it's it's I mean I love watching the game at the crib, but when you watch it somewhere else and people are cheering and they're going back and forth, it was a great weekend right. for football, man. Yeah, and it's the best when it's your team playing, but I mean, you know it wasn't my team playing <laughs> though, but.
4: I was acting like it though. Cuz I mean if you was a Rams fan, you had to love the ending, right? Yeah. I mean even if even in defeat, just watching the I don't even want to call Tom Brady livestock no more. Stop disrespecting Tom Brady by calling you, him livestock. What do you call him? He's he's like, Jesus. They I out think second Jesus quarter. came back as a quarterback. Goodness. Just being gracious. honest. Just being honest. I think Jesus came back as a quarterback. But the the Chiefs the Bills Chiefs game last crazy. night, oh my god,
1: man. <laughs> like, great
4: football. It was just a great weekend of football if you're a football fan. Absolutely. What you and do if you've
5: been on sports, if you've been on sports, I actually was in Chicago all weekend mm. and it snowed really heavy there. I was wondering if I would be able to make it back. But fortunately, I made it back. I did happen to be in a bar in my hotel while the game was on the 49ers versus the Packers. A lot of people bet on the game, so it might not necessarily be their team playing, but they rely on a lot of seeing this person's going to make a touchdown. Who's going to win? You know, so I was watching everybody panicking over their bets while right. I was in the sports bar.
6: Yeah, I don't, I, uh, I don't
4: bet on them games. 49ers Packers game That's was fun. incredible, watching. too. Yeah, that was an incredible game, Low-scoring too. game, but, it, you know, just it's just a, a nail-biter to the end. It was just a great weekend of football, man. And shout to, you know who I ran into this weekend? Alan Iverson. A.I. Oh, A.I. Yeah, lives down
6: there. Yeah, out in Charlotte, man. We, we were actually all watching the game, man. Shout to A.I., man. It's good to see that, brother. Like, i known him a long time when I went to Hampton University. Of course, he's from the 757, and just always a, a, a great brother. So shout to Allen Iverson, man. Great, 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 great yeah, dude. Yeah,
4: drop on the clues bombs for AI. My favorite player
6: when it comes to NBA. My favorite player. All right. Now, today on the show, Jim Jones will be joining us. Now, of course, Jim Jones has the Gangster Grills with DJ Drama. He got a lot of things going on, so we're going to kick it with Jim Jones. And also, we have Styles P from the Locks, of course, and Havoc from Mob Deep. They Jesus. joined Voice. What? Very New York show. Yeah, very New York. They have a, a new group called Wreckage Manor, and their album is out today. So, OG New York, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're going to kick it with both of them in a little bit. All right. Now we got front page news. What are we talking about, Yeezy?
5: Yes. Let's talk about Florida. They passed a bill which aims to ban discussions of sexual orientation and gender identity in schools.
6: All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, NFL football. The Bengals beat the Titans on Saturday, and also uh, the 49ers beat the Packers 13-10. And yesterday, the Chiefs beat the Bills uh, 42-36, and the Rams beat the Buccaneers 30-27. Now, next week, they play on Sunday. The Bengals take on the Chiefs. 49ers take on the Rams.
4: Boy, next weekend got a a lot to live up to because this weekend was a hell of a weekend. This weekend set a different type of ball for the NFL playoffs. Sure did. What else we got, Yeezy?
5: All right. Well, in Florida, the House committee has passed a bill which aims to ban discussions of sexual orientation and also gender identity in schools. If this passes, they would bar educators from talking about LGBTQ plus topics that they say are not, quote, age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students. They've also introduced an identical bill in Florida's state Senate. But, you know, according to a recent report from the Trevor Project, they're saying that LGBTQ plus youth who learned about issues um, in school had 23 percent lower odds of reporting a suicide attempt in the last year than those who did not. So they're calling this the parental rights and education bill, also known as the don't say gay bill.
4: I'm wondering what the class is about, though. Like, what do they what do they teach in these classes?
5: Well, no, they they don't want you to even discuss this in classes they're saying if it's not age appropriate to not talk about any of these topics Hmm. and they're saying it's not quote age appropriate so imagine if you're a lgbtq plus youth and you just don't exist basically i
4: don't i don't know if that's the case i'm just wondering if that you know needs to be discussed in school because is my sexual orientation anybody's business i feel like that would cause more confusion and conflict than anything with kids arguing and debating
5: It doesn't have to be your personally, uh, but there are issues that can be discussed in school. It's something that you're going to have to deal with in real life, especially if there's LGBTQ plus youth in the school. So they said and they've done studies that show that if you don't learn about those issues, it does increase the risk of attempting suicide.
4: Yeah, if anything, I think they should have classes that teach people how to be tolerant of each other and and their differences, letting you know that, you know, there are people out there that, you know, may not identify sexually as you do, but that's cool. That's fine. If anything, I don't right. know. I just want well, the, to know. I just want to know what the discussion would be about. Like, like what would they be discussing is what I would. I would mm-hmm. want to know.
5: I mean, there's people in history who've identified as LGBTQ plus, so you can't. You know, you wouldn't be able to discuss that. You wouldn't even be able to bring it up. Why you can say gay, because that would be what this bill would mean.
4: Yeah, but I could still discuss what discuss- I, I could still discuss what they did because you know the reason I say that is because when you're talking about a heterosexual person and you talk about what they did in history you don't say oh this person was heterosexual and you know they discovered america you don't discuss it like that
5: well i just i think that because statistics show that these kids do exist in schools and because it does show that if these issues are discussed it could help children feel more comfortable especially if that's how they identify and this is the real world
4: I I said, don't I know how you could not. As I said, they should have classes that teach people how to be tolerant of of each other and their differences. Period. Like and that's race, you know, sexuality, gender, everything. What what
6: what grade level would you say? Did you say?
5: Um, the, they're talking about middle school stu, uh, students and higher. They're saying it's not age appropriate.
6: Nah, they they can't pass that bill. I mean, middle school med, middle school students. I mean, kids have so many questions. I mean, if I was in middle school and I wasn't familiar with something or didn't know something, wouldn't you ask?
5: Um, would be a lot of it in school. would you ask? I mean, I
6: don't know. It depends. Mm-hmm.
5: Well, that is your front page news.
6: All right, and I want to send a rest in peace to uh, police officer Jason Rivera. Uh, he was murdered in a line of uh, duty in New York, I think always on on uh, Friday, Thursday or Friday. He was only 22 years oh, old. Oh, that was horrible. That was in Harlem, right? In Harlem, oh, yeah. Man. yeah. And also, uh, you know, uh, Wilbert Mora, his partner is still in critical condition. He was uh, also shot. Uh, in Harlem. So, I just want to say rest in peace to to Jason Rivera and condolences to his family. Uh very sad situation. Very, very sad. All right. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. Again, 800-585-1051. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: The Breakfast Club. Let's go! This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or black.
6: Say it with your chest!
0: We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. So
6: if you got something on your mind, let it out! Hello, who's this? It's Shay. Shay, what up? Get it off your chest, Shay. Hey, Shay. I woke up
7: this morning trying to go to work, and you have a flat
8: tire. It's too early oh, no. to be dealing
6: with a flat tire. Damn it, Shay. Where, where you for calling from? Virginia, they're seven five seven. Oh, it's not Elise. And on like, like, top of that, y'all, I don't
8: have no more bud. Ain't nobody up making plays at six in the morning. You worried about Shalou. the wrong
4: thing. You better find somebody to change your tire. You better uh, call AAA. Worry I about some damn go, weed. Huh? Virginia, said no like <laughs>
6: The tire place not open yet neither
4: Nah, they open at ten a.m. in Virginia. You done? You ain't got no boyfriend, no girlfriend you can call to come over with something. Lord, just say. <laughs> huh?
8: I said it's
4: just Shay. Damn, it's just Shay. Well, Sorry, Shay. <laughs> all my ladies, independent. You, your hands. <laughs> well, you know what? At least, at
5: least she's at home. At least she's at home and comfortable. It could be right, worse. Right, you could right, be right. in the car on the side of the road. It, flat. Shay. Right, right. I'm about to just go back
6: to bed for real. Shay, I think you could change exactly. it if you try. Shay. Put your mind to it. I think you got it.
7: There's snow on the ground out here.
4: You got work? You, you got to
7: go to work or something? Yeah, she late. Uh, yeah, I ain't
4: there yet, so I ain't gonna get there.
7: They good, they straight, they gonna run. <laughs> where you work at? Um, I can't say all
4: that. <laughs> oh, Okay, okay. Well, I hope they buy your you excuse.
5: Can't call a, you, you can't call an Uber and go to work and then come home and fix it.
7: Nah,
4: nah. Now you lying. Well, now you're lying, Shay. Shay, now you're lying. To to now you're lying, Shay.
5: I'm in
7: the country. We don't have Uber around
4: here. Oh, okay.
6: You where?
7: Well, in the country. country.
6: What well, we're in the country, Shay?
7: I'm at Franklin.
6: But when you Shea, call Uber out there
4: in Franklin now. Come on, Shay. You lying to yourself.
7: Well, no. you call it then, and yeah, because it ain't no Uber
4: around here. You call them. Hit them up. That's right. You call them. Nah, listen, I mean, when you call your job and tell them, you got to tell them about the weed, too. Be like, look, man, I got a flat tie, and I ain't got no weed. I'm going to be late.
7: Nah, I can't do all this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Shay. You got to die by enough of me somewhere.
6: Well, take your ass back to bed then, Shay. Right, Have
9: a good day. You too. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Rich from Jersey. Thanks for taking my call, guys.
6: What's up, Rich? Can What's up, Rich?
9: Jeff? Man, this is a double this is a double uh call here. You know, I'm blessed because I was able to purchase my second home nice a year ago.
4: Congratulations, and, uh, King.
9: Yes, sir. Thank you. And uh, also my Cowboys took an L two weeks ago. It's okay. Or last week and I'm still stinging from that.
4: We okay. We're gonna win the Super Bowl next year. <laughs> yeah,
9: hopefully hopefully, hopefully, man. Keeping hope alive, man. Yo, Charlemagne. Yes, sir. The last time you've been down in uh, South Carolina, man.
4: Last time I was in South Carolina was uh, last June for my backpack giveaway. Yeah, yeah, because I got people down there. My mom's is from uh, Berkeley County. Okay, me too. Yeah. Mount's corner all day.
9: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. Well, you have a good one, brother. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, all right, sir. Man.
6: Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club.
2: Hello, who's this? Hey, guys. this is Sandra, the Haitian therapist. Saq
6: Passe. Get it off your chest, mama.
2: I want to talk about Regina King and her son's suicide. Oh, sad. Mm -mm, So sad, yeah. It was very awful. And I know people say you have to check up on your, you know, friends and strong friends. But the reality is if someone wants to do that, they're going to hide it from you. The thing I think the best thing to do is to just normalize. Going to therapy or going to the emergency room if you really feel like you're unsafe. People like to talk about rags to riches, but they never talk about like you know struggling with depression. And I think that the more we normalize talking about depression and feeling sad and you know checking yourself into the the psych unit, then people will feel okay to talk about it.
4: I agree, hundred percent. Yeah. The only way to eradicate the stigma is for everybody to tell a story, and you got to create safe spaces. For people to feel yes. comfortable to tell I mean, stories, I
2: think the Black Effect needs a podcast with like mental health professionals, like a panel. We do of mental health professionals.
4: Oh, well, we got we got mental health and mindfulness. You know, we got Debbie Brown. Um, we're dropping yes, gyms. There's
2: so much information that like me as a professional can tell other people that she they has don't a podcast. Know. Like, a lot of something. people don't know they can come to the emergency room if they're thinking about killing themselves, or even if they want a referral for a therapist that's free or low cost.
4: Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Well, you have a I need, you, I a need to I need to have you at the Mental Wealth Expo this year. Uh, no, I would love
8: that. You got a number? No,
4: I'm going to get it right I'll now. Hold on though. one
6: second. Don't hang up, okay? Okay. Hello,
9: who's this? Hey, what's happening with you, DJ Envy? DJ Caller.
6: What's up, brother? Get it off your chest.
9: How you doing? Good morning to the breakfast club. First and foremost, Angel B, Charlamagne. Peace, Kane. Peace. Um, y'all, first of all, y'all do amazing work Every single morning We love to hear y'all Beginning of the year Amazing Shout out to my mom Celebrating her 50th birthday yesterday Nice
5: uh, Wow, yeah, happy birthday you.
9: Appreciate that, appreciate that and, um, I just gotta shout out my friend Abraham Ava Uh Suave He just graduated Got a degree And um, I'm just proud of my brothers You know what I'm saying they, They're really working and putting in hard work This is just celebrating the community, you know what I'm saying? I love uh, it. Also, Angela Yee, appreciate everything you're doing in Detroit right now, you know what I'm saying? Please, look up my friend J- uh, Jetlag IBK. Uh, Jetlag
5: Jet IBK. Instagram.
9: Yes, ma'am. Um, they are running the streets right now in Detroit. Uh, amazing rappers out there. More than that, they got serious ties to the community. I know everything you're doing with your uh, with your uh, label company down there is amazing, so just have to shout you out for that. And uh,
5: put him on Alright bro. Alright thank you
6: You have a good one Get it off your chest 800-585-1051 Now we got uh, Rumors on the way
5: Yes and We are going to be Talking about Diddy Can you imagine If he played the role Of Bishop in Juice Well no. we'll tell you What happened
6: Alright we'll get Into that next It's The Breakfast Club Good morning The Breakfast Club Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Regina King.
0: It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
5: Well, our condolences go out to Regina King and her family. Her son, Ian Alexander Jr., has died by suicide. She mm, did mm, release mm, a mm. statement to people saying our family is devastated at the deepest level by the loss of Ian. He is such a bright light who cared so deeply about the happiness of others. Our family asked for a respectful consideration during this private time. Thank you. He just turned 26 on Wednesday, and he was o- her only child as well. Wow.
4: Sending their family healing energy. We was just having this conversation on the air Friday. You know what I mean? We were talking about the Kevin Gates situation, and that's why mm-hmm. you just got to be kind to people because you never know what somebody's you know, going through internally. So Jeez. just sending Regina King and her family healing, healing energy for sure.
5: And people were looking at his social media to see where his headspace was at before that. One of the things that he tweeted just a few days ago, I don't think Instagram is healthy for me. And he also tweeted, you know, that episode of Spongebob where they go inside his brain and it's a bunch of mini SpongeBobs just losing their ish. Yeah, that one really hits home. Mm-hmm. Damn. And that was just five days before he passed.
4: What if he was uh, talking to anybody? What if he was sitting down with a therapist or a psychiatrist or anybody? Mm-hmm.
5: But we will respect the family and um, give them their privacy and also give our condolences because that has to be the most hurtful thing that could happen. Absolutely. All right. Now, Girls Trip 2 is happening. According to Will Packer, he confirmed that news on Good Morning America. The original one came out in 2017. And here's what he had to say.
6: The Girls Trip 2 sequel, we are underway. We are absolutely yes. in the stages. The ladies are in. I just talked to the director. We are underway with Girls Trip 2. And now it's just about what kind of trip do we take, right? Post pandemic with all our favorite crazy ladies. What do we do with them? That's what we got to figure out.
5: Hmm. All right. We're where here for those, that. And where another person. Where,
6: where would you want to go, Yee? Where would you want to see them? We've seen Essence already. Essence Fest, uh, Fest they South gotta go Africa. To an island. No, Essence Fest. Yeah,
5: they got to go to an island somewhere. Mm-hmm. I thought that
4: was I thought that was the plan. Essence Fest, South Africa or somewhere like that. I thought it was supposed to be on the motherland. Spoiler alert. That wasn't a spoiler alert. We talked oh, about that when Will was up here. Mm, <laughs> remember, remember. remember when Will was up here and we were talking oh, yes. about where should they go for part two? I don't remember.
5: Well, now he's saying he doesn't know what type of trip do we take. So mm. they said post-pandemic. So maybe that was Confirmed. I don't know. He's not confirming that as of now things might have changed. Who knows?
4: Yeah, you gotta go somewhere you all can right, be vaccinated. Another, you gotta be vaccinated wherever you go, right? Mm-hmm.
5: Another part two is paid in full. Damon Dash did confirm to all hip hop that that is happening. Oh, I'm finished editing that shit
0: today. I've been editing that mother for three months straight. The, the the editor lives with me right now. we we're, we're finished today. I might, I might you know I think I'm gonna take it on a theatrical run. We developed a curriculum around it as well for schools. So I want to show it in schools. Like how
8: to become an entrepreneur.
0: There's a lot of lessons in the movie. So whatever lessons are in the movie, I want you to get those lessons. I want you to look at my movies and learn how to be a millionaire. If you're not already.
6: When he says editor, he means writing, right? They're
4: writing it. No, it means that they they shot shot it already. Oh, I didn't know they were shooting it. Is Cam in it? Cam died? Well, no, no Cam, Cam would be old in the movie now,
6: right? But sure, wasn't the movie based on a real story? Yeah, but I mean, the story Alpo just got killed a couple of, what, a couple of months ago, so the yeah. show would have to be the whole thing towards that, right? Have, he said it, it's
5: what happens after they put all that work on the street and somebody had to get that money back. Mm. Oh. All right, now Diddy mm, apparently wanted the role of Bishop in Juice. That's the role that Tupac played and according to Ralph McDaniels, you know, he was one of the producers on Juice. Uh, they said, absolutely not. Here he is tucking the Fat Joe.
9: And he said, Ralph, you working on Juice. I want to be Bishop. And I was like, but well, we got somebody to be Bishop already. That's the only one that's casting is tupac And he was like, nah, I'm from Harlem, Ralph. Just think about it. And I remember going to the producer and just like, just feeling it out. Just let me get the temperature on it. And he was like. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We already got Pac. That's the only person we have. And and Puff just got fired from a from a Unfinished Business. That was the name of the movie. Unfinished business. And we know him. He can't he can't come on this set. So I was like, All right, all right, no crime.
1: Well,
4: that was a great caller. They made the right decision, and God don't <laughs> you know, make mistakes. Pac was the person for <laughs> that role, period. All right, Absolutely. can't see nobody else nope. doing that role. Juice is Juice is such a great movie, <laughs> especially when you go back and watch it now. You know, you can you can see Bishop and his father both struggled with you know mental health issues, and his his pops was dealing with the trauma of you know being sexually assaulted in prison, and you know you know the ori- the uh, alternate ending of Juice Pac actually uh committed suicide. He he let his hand go. He said, I'm not he told uh, Q, am not going back to jail." And he let his hand go Because he was traumatized By what he saw His dad go through mm. In jail
5: Well speaking of Tupac There's a new Tupac exhibit Wake Me When I'm Free And it's actually open now You can take a virtual tour Of this also By the way Of Wake Me When I'm Free It's an interactive exhibit It opened Friday in LA It's a limited run And so If you want to check that out You can
4: Oh I saw that this weekend That was everybody Was posing in front of Like this Thug Life airdrop, mm-hmm. Airbrush backdrop I wonder what that was
5: Yeah, it explores Tupac's time in the studio, the works that he produced, the controversy they courted. They said the true intention is to peel back the layers on his early life and its revolutionary roots. So you'll be able to see that if you can make it to L.A. while that's there, but you can also virtually do a tour.
4: That whole story seems so mythical. Like that whole 90s hip-hop, East Coast, West Coast thing, but then we got so many people who actually lived through that Mm -hmm. who are still here right now. But it just seems so
5: mythical. All right, well... uh I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor reports.
4: All right, now we got front page
6: news next. What are we talking about?
5: All right, the Arizona Democratic Party's Executive Committee has formally censured Senator Kirsten Cinema. We'll tell you what that means for her.
0: All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
6: Our audible pick of the day is the perfect day to boss up. This is Rick Ross's guide to building your own empire. Now, listen up. Your first 30 days of Audible are free when you sign up at audible.com. is DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, over the weekend, the Bengals beat the Titans, 49ers beat the Packers, the Chiefs beat the Bills, and the Rams
4: beat the Buccaneers. Listen, man, whether your team was playing or not this weekend, you have to say this is one of the greatest weekends in NFL football that we've ever seen in our lives. Absolutely. Every game was amazing. Every game.
6: And shout out to everybody in North Carolina. I was at Stats and Cloud out there, uh, two black-owned restaurants if you're in the area. Go definitely check them out. I was watching the games. We had such a great time in there, man. So shout out to everybody in North Carolina. Now, what else we got, Yeezy?
5: All right. Well, Senator Kirsten Sinema has formally been censured by the Arizona Democratic Party, and that's as a result of her inaction on changing the filibuster rules to pass voting rights reform. So here is what Kirsten Sinema had to say about voting rights.
8: While I continue to support these bills, I will not support separate actions that worsen the underlying disease of division
5: infecting our country. All right. Now that she's refused to change the filibuster rules alongside Mansion, and she sided with Republicans on that, now the party, their Arizona Democratic Party, has promised to give her a vote of no confidence if she doesn't change her stance. They said this should not be a partisan issue, the duty to protect our most fundamental right to vote is one that we all share. So now a lot of people who supported her are saying they will not support her uh, if she does not support a path forward for the passage of this legislation. Emily's List was one of the uh, main organizations that endorsed her and they said they will not endorse her again if she does not change her position. There's a coalition of groups made up by Democrats in that state and they are asking for acting on that issue. So there's those activists have also written to other big political donor groups, including the Human Rights Campaign that focuses on LGBTQ+ plus issues, and they're looking to find and fund a primary challenger. They've already raised almost half a million dollars for that. They have not singled out a candidate, but some Democrats are lobbying for Representative Ruben Gallego to challenge Cinema, uh, and, and they actually have a Run Ruben Run campaign going on.
4: And that's incredible. I saw Bernie Sanders all weekend on Mansion and Cinema's ass, saying they need to pick a side, and um, he's right. You know, Donald. Trump and the GOP don't play that. It's either get down or lay down. Democrats got to do the same. And you know who else need to flex? President Biden needs to flex on them, too. He should use his influence to prevent the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee from helping fund their 2024 campaigns. OK, no money. And, and Biden may have to publicly support. No, no may have. He should publicly support those primary challenges against them. He absolutely should. No, we talk
6: about the same thing over and over and over again, though. No? Well, we should. This is our country. What, you want to keep
4: talking it's about it's reality still TV? Feel like still, that like
6: nothing laws. changes. We just talk about the same ish hey, over and over could, and over again. We should again. I feel like we need to. It do doesn't something always else.
5: happen. It doesn't always happen. Change doesn't always happen quickly. And yeah. here is what Joe Biden has to say about voting.
10: I hope we can get this done. The <laughs> honest to God answer is I don't oh. know whether we can get this done. But oh. One thing for certain, like every other. Major civil rights bill that came along. If we miss the first time, we can come back and try it a second time.
4: Hope is not a strategy. Wow. Okay, hope is not a strategy. strategy. All right. You're the president. Once again, President Biden needs to flex on Manchin and cinema, and he should use his influence, you know, to cut the money off, prevent the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee from funding their campaigns in 2024. And Biden should publicly support a primary challenge against them. Get down or lay down. Okay, what would Trump do? What would the voting. GOP do in this situation? All right, it's either get down or lay down. We talking about voting, the cornerstone of voting. democracy. That's what man.
6: we're talking about. Voting. We
4: can, it's After a lot. All of, these years, yes. we're still
6: talking about voting.
4: It's a lot of things they should wow. they can debate on, and you know, mention mention and Cinema whole of progress on a lot of different things. George Floyd policing act, build back better. But damn, voting rights. Voting, we still have like actually, we can't we wow. can't remove the voting? filibuster for voting rights. But that's voting? why
5: this is the perfect time. To strategize, organize, and support a candidate who believes in what you believe in, and have them run against and take
4: that seat—it's important. I've been saying that. I've been saying that.
5: Yeah, this is—I mean—that's why people strategize and put their money behind certain candidates. All right, now one woman, Laura Spears of Oakland County, Michigan, found a three million dollar lottery prize, and it was in her spam. So she was looking through something in her spam, and it turns out that she actually had that lottery prize ticket. She Imagine she was looking for something else, and she would never have seen that if she didn't check her spam folder. So she did log oh, wow. on to her lottery account after that and confirmed that she did win that $3 million. I get
4: a bunch of those. I just be thinking it's spam. <laughs> I'm looking at a bunch of them right now. Well, if now. you
5: played, did you play?
4: What, they send you an email when you win the lottery? How? When you buy a lottery guess, ticket, how can they send you, you an email?
6: email I address. guess it's a different game. You don't put your email in. You I buy like, a lottery tickets all the $20 time. $20 quick pick cash value. Yeah. That's all you do. You know, must be another game. I need to hear more about this.
5: It was a three million dollar mega millions prize, and this is in Michigan, the Michigan Lottery.
7: How they got but, her email though. So she
5: but she actually bought her winning ticket online at MichiganLottery.com. That's why. So bought, that's how she ended up buying
6: oh, it. She okay. It online. Buying it online. I'm okay. buying all my tickets online now. Cause half the time, sometimes I just forget to check the numbers.
4: I'm buying them all online. I see now. stuff right now. Claim Lose twenty-five free chips. You know. That's Pornhub, bro. That's that ain't it. no Pornhub.
5: hub.
4: Oh. <laughs> see, I got a lot of money pending. That
5: might not be it. Well, go ahead, get it. <laughs> All right, well, that is your front page news.
4: Nigerians don't hit me like they used to, though. Mm-hmm. Are those Beaver Bucks or no, uh, Lottery? Beaver Bucks? That was Beaver Bucks. Right, never mind. All right, now, when we
6: come back, Jim Jones will be uh, joining us. We're going to kick it with Jimmy. He got a new, uh, out, I guess we call it a mixtape album with DJ Drama. Project with, with DJ Grils. Drama,
4: her Gangsta Grills. Yeah, so we're going to kick it with
6: him
0: when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club Your mornings will never be the same
6: Morning everybody It's DJ MV Angela Yee Charlemagne the Guy We are The Breakfast Club We got a special guest in the building
4: Yes indeed Capo Jim Jones
11: What's up with my guys
6: What's up oh, New um, mixtape out right now The Gangsta Grills Right now We shut the trends DJ yes. Drama Jim Jones Shouts to
4: Drama what what memories did this uh, Gangsta Grills bring back for you, man? Because you know Dipset dominated the mixtape circuit, and this definitely has that 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 feeling, especially with dramas. So what what memories did it bring back?
11: Memories? Um, I just, I don't know if it bring back memories, but I just feel it bring back that feeling that we we were we were eager to hear when we was coming up. A drama mixtape was, you know what I mean? Especially mm-hmm. when the Jeezy drama mixtapes and the Wheezy drama mixtapes, and then I I got a chance to do one, so we just wanted to give this generation a little bit of what we used to look forward to when it was dropping by putting some of the dopest music on these mixtapes. Mm -hmm. So that's what I was just trying to catch that feeling back a little bit. But 2006, I I mean, it was a blur. I don't really try to. Try to. <laughs>
1: so
11: you know when
4: y'all put like the Dipset Volume 1s no, and 2s no, and 3s? That's, that's nah, what that's I different. was talking
11: about. That's different. The, the, yeah. the Dipset dip mixtapes, we, we broke ground with that. Like we started something new out here when we were uh, creating whole mixtapes with original music. They were actually albums back then. Um, but we didn't know how to skip the labels and put them out as fast as we wanted to. But those were the perfect tools that we would use to market and promote our albums that were coming out. Uh, We've seen people make millions off of the mixtapes in the streets. That was back then. My man Brazi used to do like $100,000 in two days off of Dipset mixtapes right on 145th Street. Man, It was $10 a mixtape they was doing through them.
4: Y'all never used to run down on like the bootleggers or nothing?
11: well, early in the days, we would run down on some bootleggers. We kicked over a few tables, ran in a few stores. Regular.
6: Yeah. (laughs) Now, last time you were up here, we were talking about your air, and we were saying that we were surprised that no label has hired you as an A&R or... An executive. Not yet. Still not yet.
11: No. I, well, hello? <laughs> Still not yet. <laughs> Still not yet. Still not yet. But I took it um, upon myself to start working in my own favor. And that's what I did with the Gangster Girls. I started, I put some of the dopest up-and-coming talent that have buzz or should have a buzz on this project. And I kind of just was featured on the whole project, like 80% of the project. I let everybody lead the way, pick mm-hmm. their own energies. Just like you see on Amigos record. That was Takeoff like put up a beat. He's like nah, load that up. Let me go, let me get busy and he just went crazy on the record. I just had to I just had to follow the flow, you know what I mean?
4: So that was just you showing people look man, I got the best day out here. Let me show y'all.
11: Yeah, who's like next? That. Yeah, exactly. And then I, I put a lot of uh up and coming New York artists on there, but we got we kind of encompass every sound of music, every sound of rap music that's in the game right now from West Coast music to Midwest music, South music, Mm -hmm, of course, mm -hmm. New York music. We got some of the illest people. We got uh, Icewear Vezo and PZ from Detroit. Detroit, mm -hmm. Then we got Filthy Rich from the West Coast. Um, We got the Ross Swiss, Connie Diamonds, O.P., uh, Dusty Lokane, Ditter, Dice Peso, King Street, Yellow Tape. Pap Chanel, she from Atlanta, but that just so much young artists. And I always wanted to do a project like this, but didn't know how to kind of get it in. And Peso was like, "Yo, I think it's time for you to do a drama. You got a drama number. You should hit him. See if you want. I hit drama immediately when he said that. It made all the sense. And drama was like, run it. It's like, alright, dope. You got a record
4: with your uh, your workout crew. Jim Jones.
11: Fitlit. Shout out to the Dave guys.
4: May no Fab. Definitely. I see Fab with you in a couple of days, though.
11: Nah, I ain't gonna front. I got rece- I got receipts. I got receipts on my phone. I forgot the- I forgot to post one. And then right in- when I leave here, I'm gonna go meet him at the gym. And So Fab, Fab sometimes fashionably late, but <laughs> he-, he definitely wants to do it. He shows up and-, and gets his work in and things like that. So that's that's the that's all I could ask. I'm hype actually. Um we started Fit Fitlit. It's a fitness initiative with um we're gonna give you a different experience in the gym. I own a gym in New Jersey, Iron Rain Fitness, so we're about to get a little renovation, but it's called Fit FitLib. We're gonna change the experience to come into the gym feeling like you're working out, to come in the gym and feel like you just went to a party and all things. And So Envy, if we, I don't know how much you charge the book, but we might have to come and book you to do the DJ. We're gonna have hosts. We're gonna have we some live performances. Mm-hmm. Your your bottle of water might have sparkles on it. We gonna give you a feel. <laughs> That's you know what I mean? Like so we're gonna change the the perception of what it is to feel like to come to a gym. Boot camp classes, spin classes. We got all the all the pull up bars, so we do a calisthenic class for all the guys that like to do pull ups and mm-hmm. we'll start to do it once a week. So right now I got the guys on an eight week program or we we got ourselves on eight week program just to get them acclimated and main on them reacclimated to the gym. Davies is young, so you know I'll kinda let him do what he You did. It's different. He don't. He don't. He don't understand what it takes to wake up. Every yeah, day. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it's good though. Everybody's adamant about what we're doing, so we about to bring something new to the game.
4: The parentheses for that record is Betty White. Why is that? Why is it?
11: Um, the day that Betty White had passed is mm-hmm. the same day Chrissy's white Porsche had got delivered, and we was named to Betty White. So, mm, oh wow, wow, wow. That's how I started my rhyme off. So it was like we was gonna name it Betty White. They was like put Fitler in front to push our initiative. And then, okay. now some um, real there, boy.
4: Yeah, like, absolutely. <laughs> I want to ask <laughs> you about- The portion just you. <laughs> 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 you it was lightly, lightly.
11: <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 since, but, but since we talked,
6: I asked her how, how many miles of Ferrari she had, had on it. That Ferrari
11: never leave the garage. Oh, word, <laughs> same thing with this one, I'm about to be stuck in the garage. Like, I don't understand, but she, when she rides it, she rides it
6: now i was gonna ask you your engineer uh something happened with your engineer and you had to give him cpr oh
11: my um photographer your my photographer. man flea
6: what happened with that
11: She miami calling out and i don't know man just turned around and somebody screaming my name my man flea was not doing too good he wasn't responding he was past he was incoherent Does
6: everybody knew you
11: know cpr no why they call why I, I call yo, bro, yo bro I, yo bro for the life of me I don't know why, they, that's why I keep saying that. Like, I was like, God, they, that's why I be like, it's a God because it only got to be, that got to happen in that sequence for God to put his hands on me and I put my hands on him, because they didn't run to the ambulance, none of it. <laughs> They called the ambulance after they called me, and I was like, call the ambulance. Like, what, what are we doing here? Like, yo, but God bless, something happened that I jumped into action, dig, like. When did you learn CPR? Like when I was like 12 For my sister, she has a real heart. A real heart disease, a real heart condition, not these disease, a, a, a real, real heart condition that she had since she was a baby. She was a miracle baby. They didn't expect it to last at all since birth. She's thirty some years old now. She's my miracle woman and my superwoman. So our whole family had to learn CPR just in case when she got home, if anything happened, we would be able to help her out and things like that. And um, I don't, hey. So you used it before, before this? Time. no i just got oh, wow. trained to use it in case At 12 when you remember since 12 it wasn't isn't it really not that hard like i was telling like it was just, it was just like and he's like riding the bike is real simple once you know it it's not like Rocket mm-hmm. Science No I didn't have to Give mouth to mouth Resuscitation I was gonna ask, Did you say pause before been, I was Listen ask. see I already I thought he was gonna come Just get that out there early <laughs> No, He said, you he know, it was he said no that every early no, I have to ask him Hey <laughs> yo No mouth involved You heard me like Yo you. Did he say pause first Oh well, yo I, don't, I think he might not, He might not made it If I had to give mouth No Jim that. Come Jim, on Jim. man Come
1: on Jim.
9: <laughs> Jim, like no Nah, B. I mean, people be the... die every day, B.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that would be the most harmless s*** ever, yo. No, not like, <laughs> like, no way, yo.
4: Them the- all hey. of his fam. So you just let him die? Yo, man. Yeah. I couldn't do mouth of the mouth for yeah, one. <laughs> gracious.
11: Oh. Nah, God bless. God bless. Uh. We, could, we could joke about this, man. Yeah, it's oh, definitely. Man. But I encourage everybody to go learn CPRs as a quick course. I think it's a couple of hours to get you certified. And it's something that'll stick with you for life. You never know where you m- might be at to where you can in the help of hand. All right, we got more with Jim Jones when we come back. Let's get into a single, we set the trends. Jim Jones, everybody,
6: is CJ, Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy, we are The Breakfast Club.
4: We're still kicking it with the homie Jim Jones, Charlamagne. Why do you think the younger generation moved away from the NYC sound?
11: I don't know, there's a couple variables with that. Um, maybe if our generation was a little bit more adapting to the younger generation, it wouldn't be so much of a separation. Their separation was a bit of a rebellion. Mm. also you heard Mm -hmm. because they're a bunch of badasses and we were a bunch of badasses also but we ain't we, we weren't necessarily looking back to cater to the youth that was coming behind us and now a lot of these old heads be mad at them or got they ain't like the old day. Oh, that ain't how how. No, it's not. It's not it's none of that. It's it's twenty twenty two. You heard? Adapt, get with it, or you gonna get lost in the sauce, looking like an old head booger. You heard? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm not with that. So I feel like the sounds changed because these kids start adapting to what they liked the most—the energy—and where the energy was going was to the south, into these different sounds, and to the drill. And these kids is outside, and Chief Keef and them was young, and mm-hmm. you dig it, just start to make sense, but. Wherever it came from, I'm not mad at it. Well, y'all touched it early too, though. Exactly. Yeah, we would always into different sounds. You always into different sounds. You know what I mean? That was how Dipset kind of got his universal name because we mixed with everybody around the country when it came to the music. But this sound now was just deliberate for New York. Like they put a little bit of that drill, but now it's kind of expanding as you've seen them starting to mix the drill with actual rap beats and stuff. It's, It's I love it. New York did needed a new sound to kind of get us off our feet. And mm-hmm. with this sound that we have now, with the youngsters leading the way, we kind of getting our name back a little mm-hmm. bit in these streets, on these radio waves. Like before, you wouldn't hear no music down mm-hmm. south. Like maybe a pop smoking all the way up, fragile. like whoever had to, mm-hmm. it, but it's not too many. Mm-hmm. Now you start to hear, that New York sound mm-hmm. in these clubs down south, that drill sound in these clubs down south. You see it on the gram from like so. You got to tip a hat to these youngsters. They figured out how to get us back in the game.
4: Can it can it ever be back though? If it, if it's drill, because drill is a yeah, Chicago can, thing. I
11: mean, I don't think it's a necessarily. It is a Chicago thing. It started in Chicago, but we kind of coined it and put our own spin on it, it. Is now a New York drill thing. There you you're not taking nothing away from Chicago. They gave us that inspiration that mm-hmm. we needed to kind of get our own sound. In the midst of what they did, and now it's translating into numbers. Kids are getting rich, signing million dollar deals all from New York, which wasn't happening a few years ago.
1: Mm -hmm.
11: You was dry, all the labels is here, and they was not signing no artists from New York. None of the radio stations were playing Mm -hmm. no artists from New York. Mm -hmm. The countdowns didn't have no artists from New York Mm -hmm. on it, you know what I mean? Now, all Mm -hmm. the countdowns got some artists from New York Mm -hmm. on it, like, and it feels good because I'll be watching the radio, like, and listening to. so, I'm happy for where we at now. It doesn't take away from the bars, as you see. You still have that authentic feeling music on the gangster grill, even though I got all the youngsters on it. Mm-hmm. Like New York is New York. You can't take that New York sound nowhere. Like you did, if we make a record, it, you can make a record for New York. Me, Fab, and in, in, in New York, that record is going to mean something. Mm-hmm. We're going to be able to perform that record anywhere in New York. If New York has its own sound. You got to get hit with it, but. Now we got a little bit more commercial with the drill, and it's bringing it back to some money for us. You know yep. I mean, so I encourage the kids to keep digging.
4: So what do you tell these young artists, man? Especially when it comes to the streets, because these little is be wilding uh, out here. It seem like ten I mean, like, like, worse. Kids, So even making an investment in them, it's like it's risky because you just don't know what could happen.
11: Uh, it, 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 it is very risky. Um, hey, I hey, listen, I've I've, I've had a, I've come up different. So for me, preaching to them, it's a little bit. I want to give them the proper advice. I don't want I'm not here to try to change your life and make you I'm just trying to give you a fair warning of things that could happen if you mm-hmm. keep going in that direction. And if you wanna do music, one of these things you're gonna to have to put down because it's not gonna add up. You either gonna do the streets or you're gonna do the music, cause they never mix, it never works. I've never seen nobody do that successfully. As we mm-hmm. can see, so many examples in front of us and it's just nasty. The violence that's going on in hip hop is crazy. Like when we we'll be coming up we were protected as artists. There's no protection for the artists anymore. Any we're straight targets, and I stand on what I said. Being a rapper is the most dangerous job in the world, as we can see so many deaths happen in these past three years. And I'm talking about not just any deaths, some some of the biggest artists that we've seen come out this game are f- gunned down due to the street violence and things like that. So, you know. I'm-
4: I remember when you said that everybody gave you flack, and I'm like, was Jim early, or was he just seeing it before everybody else saw. so I,
11: I mean not to not to be like that since i've said that comment i would like somebody to actually count the deaths of mm-hmm. rappers that have hap- ha- mm-hmm. that has happened since that comment and you tell me if i hit it on the head or not mm-hmm. you know what i mean
6: so do, i mean i know you move differently so so is there a way to move differently cuz in new york it's like they it's, i feel like in new york sometimes they want you to get either robbed or shot or put in jail right because you can't carry a, a firearm you're not allowed to mm-hmm. right but the, but the person that's trying to rob you they don't care about that mm-hmm. but then if you carry a firearm you get three years automatically mm-hmm. but the person that's trying to rob you or shoot you or gun you down they don't care about that so mm-hmm. it puts you in an in a ill predicament right. so what do you tell those young artists how to move you know mm-hmm. we were in a day where you know we could move a little differently we weren't getting a rat it wasn't as bad now it just seems like it's wild wild west in New York
11: pop to the shooter let me stop let me stop let me stop <laughs> let me stop let me stop let me stop <laughs> um, now as a way to move you gotta move tactical I mean for those who, who don't have the proper finances to actually afford the proper security right. and move the way- But like most
6: artists don't. They're they coming up, they don't have the money to pay a security guard or- And
11: I right, so this is honestly what I tell you, dig? Mm-hmm. You wanna be doing music, right? And mm-hmm. You're the artist, you're the rapper. These dudes around you gotta take you as the most important thing in this group, right? Something happens to you, nothing's ever gonna amount to nothing for them. Like They're not gonna get to where they would like to go by using you as their vessel. Mm-hmm. So therefore, they have to hold you in high regard, the highest regard of all. So if there's something that you were used to carry, they have to carry it for you. If it was something that was would happen, they would have to do it for you. And they have to react fast. And you have to trust in them that they're going to hold you up because they see the future and believe in you that you're going to take them out of this threshold where they have to do these things for you now.
1: Mm-hmm. You heard?
11: Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the illest thing I could tell them because that was the way I had to move at a time. But you dig like mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's you got to figure out how to move tactical in these situations. If you And yes, yeah, it's, it's war. It's going to be some casualties mm-hmm. and some people not going to make it. But the principle has to be protected at all times if you want to get any success in this situation. And that's what I tell them Honestly, and absolutely. You got to figure it out from there. I'm not telling you, stop doing what you're doing. I'm telling you to move a little bit smarter, so it'll give you better chances that you'll be successful at helping your dudes out I have to not have to do them same things anymore. Because you'll be having that money for the proper security. Everybody could be a little bit easy. You and heard? it
4: feels like y'all, the, this this generation of artists don't have the same things to look out for like y'all did. Like,
11: was Hip Hop Police good or bad for New York? It's funny you say that. Shouts to Sean. Sean was a very, very, very respectable Hip Hop Police, and You know, Sean's in Florida now. That's dope. Shout out to Sean. He's an officer
6: in Florida. I ran into him when I was in Florida.
11: Wow. I don't want to run into him in
1: Florida. <laughs> <if he's the laughs> or not.
11: Shout out to Sean. He was one of the most respectable individuals for him being on the other side of us, and I always kept it like that. I don't know how these new dudes going around, Um, but we're not going to get into that. Um, But I don't know. You dig? they just trying to catch the young, young rappers up. Any young rappers out there? Watch the rap police. They're not your friends. They're going to make it seem like there's some type of security here for you. They're not. They're here they catch you slipping. The moment they catch you with a firearm, they're going to do it to you, dig? So if I was you, do not get caught with a firearm. That's all they want. They don't care about anything else remotely. That firearm in this city, they know you're moving, reckless, mm-hmm. you heard? Tactical, like y'all say it, sturdy, you dig? But the sturdy part is not going to not get caught by them boys because if they catch you with a gun, they're going to roof you as you see what they do. It don't even matter. So just be smart when you're moving around here. If you, the artist, don't be in the car with the hammer. You heard? If your artist don't have the hammer directly behind you in the car and back of you, you heard? Be a little, move smart. That's all we want to say about that. All right, we got more with Jim Jones when we come back. Let's get into a single, We Set the Trends. Jim Jones,
6: Migos, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Whole, morning, whole, everybody. China, it's DJ like Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. That was We Set the Trends. Jim Jones featuring Migos. Jim Jones is here. We gotta ask, you were were out in Florida. You were eating at prime, allegedly. Allegedly, there was an incident. That's
4: kind of crazy right after the police (laughs) question, Jim. (laughs) (laughs) I think you need to (laughs) 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 That's kind of
11: crazy. It's cold in here. I said
6: it allegedly. You know, they allegedly that you and uh, Freddie Gibbs got into a little tussling.
11: It's cold in here? You sure got the A.C. on? <laughs> nah, I mean, I don't tussle, baby. Nah, I don't know what they talking about, man. You know, rumors fly.
6: That's it.
11: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, how important was the dip set and locks versus? Very important. Super, super important for the culture. That was a historic moment in hip-hop. Sometimes i like to downplay it because I didn't like how Jada came out there. I want all smoke with Jada. Let me stop. But nah, it was just super one of the dopest events hip-hop has seen. It felt like BD, BDP days back in the days when they used to rock him and Big Daddy Kane coming into battle in some of these spots and like it felt like video music box in mm-hmm. that joint. Mm-hmm. They just felt like high octane, the most dis- dysfunctional level with love that you could ever get to. The, 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 the thinnest threshold, but it's like how close can you get to that line of dis- discretion without crossing it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, but it was dope. Yeah, so I tip my hat to everybody. All parties included. Shouts to Switch. Shouts to Timberland. Uh, Trilla for for putting on such a dope event.
6: Did y'all prepare? Because um, it seemed like the locks. They were practicing. They were they were preparing. Did the dip set really prepare? Because y'all didn't seem like y'all were in
11: unison. Um. Now. You said that right. Because we weren't in unison, don't mean that we didn't prepare. Mhm. Yeah. Things happens. Might f- up the nu- the nucleus and things like that. But shit happens. Your shout out to Locks for, for for being prepared. Shout out to Jada for uh, definitely coming in as a sportsman. As he is. He's been kicking ass on versus all yeah. I gotta get I gotta take my hat to if him. You, if you if you
4: had to do it over, how would you do it?
11: If I had to do it over, how would yeah. I do it? I don't I, I wouldn't it's, it's it's a lot of, like it was a dip set versus locks. So that's how I kept it. Like mm-hmm. you did, like mm-hmm. it was dip set versus locks. It wasn't Jim Jones versus Lox. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like we all got different ways we would do it. Now if it was a Jim Jones versus somebody in New York City, might go way different. I mm-hmm. was gonna
6: mean? ask too with with, with Dipset. You know, we see the locks do albums and projects, and now it seems like the members of Dipset everybody's cool. Mm-hmm. So, will we be getting a new album, a new situation?
11: Oh, I don't know. <clears throat> I would. I I don't know when that would happen, but i it. I see forward Cam to.
6: Dibbling and Dabbling back in, in, in the music.
11: I it feels like forward. you're the only
6: hungry one, Jim, when it comes to music.
11: I'm I'm hungry. Period. When it comes to money, mm-hmm. music makes money. I'm into it. You heard? <laughs> 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 now, nah, but, but besides that, like, Diddy, both Diddy and Hov told me these things, and that's why I was like, they both said man, music fuels everything, get back to the music, all this brilliant, smart you is, and all these business, like, all these things are going to work in your favor as soon as you get another hit, you heard? And I just been digging mm. and trying to be. We're not trying to be being consistent. Person told me not too long ago, which was the advice I've been following all my life. Was when you can't stay motivated, stay consistent, and that's what I've been doing for years. We set the
6: trends as a record. I mean, I I want to make sure, guys. He puts puts the right thing behind it, cause that's the record.
11: Yeah, I got guys. Yeah, that's was, the record. Gazi texts me like four in the morning. Well, Cali time is different. Um, just to tell me that, like, yo, I'm putting everything on this record. Like, don't worry, we going, we going full steam with this record, which is pretty dope. Well, for the most, I, the record has been organic thus far. Like, I really haven't put a dollar on that record. Like, it was just the DJs showing love. I did groundwork that we used to do mm-hmm. before Instagram. I did a bunch of dub plays, did a bunch of, drive, did like 300 dub plays. Like, who does mm-hmm. that anymore for mm-hmm. these DJs? Like, you know what I mean? I just was like, you know, if I'm going to win, I'm going to start with the DJs, the, the, the people that I know are, really gonna be responsible for me, for getting me back on them airwaves, getting me back in the streets, get me back in them clubs. And at work I had a decent record and I was telling somebody the other day like, cause you know they always ask, yo, hey Envy your man, yo, ain't touch your, yo, your man, yo, why they don't playing? I'm like, listen, there's almost so but so much they could do if you don't give them the right work, you heard? It's like any block, bro. If you got a bomb, the work gonna sell itself, mm-hmm. you heard? Mm-hmm. Like if you don't got a bomb, you gotta step on it, you gotta do different things to get that work off. Mm-hmm. Cool. I got a bomb. Mm-hmm. Now we we could work. I see all the DJs play and I love it. Like I'm, I'm glad I, I you know said the game. that game. Because a
6: lot of people think just because your man is a is a DJ or works at Bro, a station, like... that they could play trash just whack records. And, and when when Jim sent me that record, I said, What I tell you, I said, this is it. This is the record. And I've been I've been yeah, on that. Yeah, but ever it since. ain't
4: like Jim Jim been putting out some of the he been putting out the best music the news. But York you know but she yeah,
11: but you know what we trying to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like to get this for for Envy to wholeheartedly being in this building and telling people like, yo, buggy, why is, this need to, you dig? He, yeah. need, he need that work, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he can't go in there with a half ass record, like, my man, like, you dig? Like, nah, nah he won't, and yeah. I respect that, mm-hmm. you dig? Cause that's how I wanna be like, oh, I got one it's gonna go crazy in the building for me. Mm-hmm. No matter how long, I'm back though, you heard? So it mm-hmm. feels good to hear him say that. Text me that, I was like, oh yeah. Cause he snobby. <laughs> 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 My lion? No, he's bougie as
4: hell. What? <laughs> Name bougie, bad as he bougie. Is a light
11: skin yes. to the team, super light skin. I'm gonna call you him Beijing bougie. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. So when you get heavy, like now nah, you got one, you like, oh yes. You did? Cause then I know all the people in this industry that think like him, that in them positions like him, and mm-hmm. they just like, oh Jim got one.
4: That's interesting that uh, Diddy and Hove said you gotta have a hit, because I'm like, man. You got catalog. like hip, I feel like hip hop's the only genre that think like that. Like, you gotta have something now. Like, no, we'll beat your catalog.
11: But not say, this, I mean, this is, this is, this both told me on separate occasions yeah. throughout the years, but what, what they're saying is that music always leads the business for us. Mm-hmm. Even though it's 90% business and 10% talent, if that 10% talent ain't leading, you ain't getting in that 90% business. So if you got a hit, a hit or you got a record that's being played on the radio and turning into, Mm-hmm. Then guess what? Everything else comes with it. Mm-hmm. All ancillary money come with it. If you got real estate, if you got cryptocurrency, if you got fitness, if you got anything, mm-hmm. it's going to come very easily. These companies are going to start coming in, giving you money, sponsorship checks, all of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. Now, but, I wanted to uh, clear, I thought this was
6: the funniest thing when I first seen it, when, when, the, when I, the media uh, tried to change your words,
4: right? He was on lip service. I think
11: yeah. I really did. Yeah. What,
4: what, what did they take out of context about that?
11: <laughs> it made it seem like I was tongue kissing my moms. I was making, having fun. But I like, first of all, every black man has kissed their moms in their mouth yes. all the time. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to, so they just took it out of, and that's what Angie was asking me. Like, well, I, no, I was not tongue kissing my moms. <laughs> like, come on, give me a goddamn break. It's the media. They take everything out of, you know what I mean? Yeah. But for the most part, I was trending and was viral all month. That helped the record, we saw some <laughs> more trends, you heard? I was a hey.
4: See, I worry, only reason I worry about stuff like that is because people know you, right? So it's like, these kids are disrespectful, so you might be walking and they be like, oh, yo, you did such and such to your mom, and then. I don't
11: wonder how like that, that would, gym. I wonder how that would.
4: We would know happen. how that would. <laughs> <laughs> We know how that would. That's my point. So I see you on the gram and I'm like, you know, you, you laughing about it, but I'm like, man, these kids
11: out here stupid, yo, and they're going to they gonna learn the hard way. Yeah. I'm hungry. I think I feel like the problem. So I'm going to go to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
1: goodness.
6: Now, you know, going back to that. I was surprised. Now you know what? Let me leave it alone. When, I was, I was waiting for. The, we in Charlamagne waiting for the footage. But footage of what? Nothing. I'm hungry. I want to go to Problem Twelve.
4: That's what I'm saying. You waiting for what? But you know, though, all jokes aside, it's a part of us, right? Even though we we don't want that, but we don't want to see nobody and no problems. Nobody.
11: No. It's love.
4: Jim in the gym a lot. So you want to see a little bit. <laughs> you just, just want to see a little bit.
11: I'm trying to get an action movie, man. That's what I mean. I'm trying to get an action movie right now, man. Somebody call me, man. Uh,
6: mixtape, we call it action. We album. Set the Trends. We Set the Trends. Yes. DJ Drama Gangsta Grill is out right now. Make sure you stream it. Yes. And we appreciate you for joining uh, us, I appreciate
11: brother. you. New York City, you already know. Dipset for life. Vamping, not camping. I love y'all. All right, it's Jim Jones. Shouts to Melly Matrix.
6: It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time,
8: time, time, she's spilling the tea.
0: This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee oh. on The Breakfast Club.
5: Well, Rihanna has opened her first brick-and-mortar location for Savage Fenty Super Sexy Lingerie and Intimates, and that is in Las Vegas. They're going to be opening five stores in shopping malls across the United States, and that first one, like we said, is in Vegas, and then it's going to be followed by L.A., Philly, D.C., and Houston. Now, in a press release, Rihanna said, We wanted to be able to connect with our customers in real life and give them something they have never seen before. Creating the space took a lot of imagination, married with the things I've always wanted to change about my own experiences as a customer.
4: Oh, dropping a cruise bombs. Big break.
5: There's a lot of technology in there, too. They have like body scanning, and there's mm. going to be mannequins that look like real people, all different sizes and shapes. So they're saying it's amazing. So if you're in Vegas and you've been there, let us know. All right. Now, Mike Tyson was on the Full Send podcast, and he was talking about his deteriorating condition. And he said, something's missing like every 12 months.
10: Every um, they say it's ten, but it's like every twelve or
11: thirteen months. Boom, something's missing. Like something's missing. Like every twelve. Boom, I'm I'm losing muscle mass. Boom, it's something. It's always
10: something different, and I don't know. I'm just. Guys want to fight me for $100 bucks. I don't think I'll ever do stuff like that anymore. I wanted to do it the first time just for fun, just to have fun. And then some people took it to another level
3: and made it financial, and then the fun went out of it.
4: Yeah, man. Mike Tyson want to be here for a while. Like, you know, at the end of the day, you can't beat Father Time. So, you know, regardless of what you were and who you were, you're going to get old. You get in that mm-hmm. ring and one of them young boys hit you the wrong way, that $100 million ain't worth it.
5: Yeah, and I could understand wanting to do things that are just fun now. You get to that point where you're like, I've been fighting my whole entire life. It seems like he enjoys his podcast and all of those things. So you got to figure out, I don't have to do things I don't want to anymore. Now,
4: I would take the money if I could trust one of these young boys. If I could trust one of these young boys not to guard here and try to knock me out for clout and be like, look, man. Oh, we mean, gonna set it up. That's right. We're going to go in this ring. We're going to get this hundred million. We're going to dance a little bit. You know what I mean? But we ain't going to really hit each other. Okay? You still got to make it real- look real. No, you don't. We're going to still watch it because we silly. <laughs> Who cares?
5: Plus, anything could happen, too. You know, even if you do decide to set it up that way. You can't trust these young You never boys, know. Especially if it feels like every, every year something's deteriorating. You just never know. That's
4: right. And you can't trust these young boys not to knock you out just because you Mike Tyson, just so they can say they did it. No, I'm not doing that.
5: All right, now Princess Love is saying that she'll be officially single in August. She posted officially single August 2022, legally. So, you know, Princess Love and Ray J got married back in 2016. They have two children together. She first filed for divorce in May of 2020. Then she dismissed that divorce filing. Looked like they had made up during the quarantine. But then Ray J filed for divorce in September of 2020. Then they dismissed that one in February of 2021. Then it seems like they worked things out, but now he filed for divorce and this is the third filing for divorce back in october of 2021 now while she's posting that ray j is offering to fly out whatever girl sends him the freakiest pictures so he went on his instagram live and here's what he told his followers
11: i'm gonna keep looking i need all the freakiest pics coming to my page i'm doing a freaky friday saturday and sunday pick. i'm flying somebody out to to hang out and talk it's a very platonic Situation, but it, the picture's gotta be the opposite of platonic to get to the platonic.
5: Well, I guess they're officially he gonna cry the in divorce. the private
4: jet. Ray J ain't <laughs> happy. That ain't Ray. Ray, Ray, come on now. You don't even sound happy. You don't even sound believable in that uh video right now. You want to be home with the wife and kids. Come on now, Ray. Fix that. Poor Ray. Fix that <sighs> if it can be fixed.
5: Come on now. I'm sure she wanted to clarify, though. I'm officially single, mm-hmm. especially when y'all see oh,
4: that. Oh, God. He, he, we
5: too, All right, we too old for your, that, right? That is your rumor report.
4: All right. Now, Charlamagne, who are you giving your donkey to? Uh, donkey, you know, I, you know, it's interesting, right? Because I don't even know if I believe this story, but it's such an interesting story that we need to discuss. I don't know this person's last name. I don't even know the person she's talking about. But uh, on, on the talker of the ticks, her name is Colleen. And uh, let's talk let's talk organ organ donations this morning, why don't we? All right. We'll get into that next. We
6: do a living black here.
4: We doing it here. What is living after, black? After donkey. Oh, okay. living black.
6: Yeah. All right. Okay. So, donkey. The day's up next is the breakfast club. Good morning.
8: Wake up,
0: up, You're checking out the breakfast club.
6: Hey, what up y'all? It's D E J envy here. It's all fun and games. So someone screenshots your message. Say goodbye to morning after guilt with that chat. This new encrypted social platform can help you stay truly private. No screenshots, recordings, or leaked messages. Get Dad Chat for iPhone and Android at the App Store or find it at datchat.com forward
4: see. On February 23rd, get ready to join in a celebration of all things black.
6: iHeartRadio Live in Black 2022,
4: empowered by AT&T. Paying homage to the creators, artists, actors, and black leaders who are shaping the culture.
5: And telling the untold stories that make the black experience so rich and meaningful.
0: Black is With performances
4: by...
5: Hey,
7: it's Lizzo. Lizzo. Why? They got
0: to be right Hey so this is Big Sean
6: I got
7: a million tra- things I would rather do Big Sean
0: Lord to afar
7: Hey what's up it's her sure. You
0: Yo what to do is a big bad big speaker money bag yo money bag yo about a Scorpio and Ari Lennox
7: Your eyes on me eyes on me a pack We'll take you to the kitchen table with
6: Saweetie and Tabitha
0: Brown. Check in with the LGBTQIA acceptance brush. We'll shine the spotlight
6: on phenomenal black women, entrepreneurs.
5: Sit in on a black family game night to talk about what keeps relationships strong. Keeps strong. And have an open, honest.
6: honest, and much needed conversation
4: about mental health in the black community. Yeah. Special appearances by. This your boy
5: J. Cole. What's good, y'all? I'm Alicia Keys. This is your
4: boy John
6: Legend.
5: This the Breakfast Club. you the big
6: boy and
0: more. You'll be able to watch live on TikTok and listen on iHeartRadio Station. Across America on February twenty third. I cut hate blocks. Don't miss Don't miss
3: iHeartRadio Living
4: Black. Empowered by AT&T. Hey.
6: That's right. You can check that out Wednesday, uh, February twenty third on TikTok and broadcast on iHeartRadio Stations a nationwide. Performances from Lizzo, Big Sean, her, Moneybag Yo, Ari Lennox, and more. All right. Yeah. You don't sound excited, guys. Who's not excited? I am
5: excited. I'm I know we, the I'm part we. that I did, I w- I really loved and enjoyed doing it. I talked to some uh, small business owners, black women who had some small businesses, and they came to my coffee shop in Brooklyn. We had an amazing discussion, so that was dope.
4: And you know what I'm talking about, my favorite subject, mental health, with my good brother uh, Jay Barnett. Dropping the clues, bombs for Jay Barnett. And some others.
6: Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, me and the wife are talking relationship stuff, so I can't wait for you guys to check it out. All right, now let's get to that donkey only do it
4: at the same time every day. For 12 years, it's time for Donkey of the
9: day. <laughs> This is our 12th year. They want this
6: man to throw them blows, man. They
7: wait for Charlamagne to tap them gloves. Let's go. They have to make a judgment of who was going to be on the Donkey of the Day. They chose you. It's
4: a breakfast club, bitches. Who's
3: Donkey of the Day today?
4: Alright, we're here. Alright. Donkey of the Day for Monday, January 24th is a story that I've read in the sun. Uh, and it's made its way to the NY Post and other outlets. And I must say even though the story is highly entertaining I simply don't believe it not at all okay and I'm not sure who gets the donkey today in this situation Uh, is it the alleged giver whose name is Colleen, or is it the alleged receiver boyfriend whose name hasn't been revealed, which is all the more reason why I don't believe this story. Now, I know what you're saying, Uncle Charlotte, Brother Lenard, why are you giving Donkey of the Day out if you don't believe in the story? Because to me, Donkey of the Day has never been about the individual or individuals, it's about the idea, okay? It's about people getting the credit they deserve for being stupid, stupid ideas, but actually getting the credit they deserve for doing stupid things, okay? Uh, I believe this story, if real, falls into that category. But I feel like they have collectively earned a hee-haw together, maybe. I don't know. Now, salute to all the organ donors out there. Drop on the clues box for all the organ donors, man. All right, you are appreciated. Okay, donation of organs is such a selfless act that doesn't get celebrated enough. All right, Snapple fact. Experts say when you donate organs and tissue after you die, you can save or improve as many as 75 lives. A lot of grieving family members say that knowing their loved one helps save or improve someone's life, help them cope with their loss. And it's not just those who have transitioned. Living donators. Serve as a viable option as well, especially in cases of kidney and liver transplants. You can save the life of both the recipient and the next person on the waiting list, so salute to all the organ donors out there living and those no longer with us physically. Now, if you're going to donate an organ, do it because you want to, alright? Do it because it's the right thing to do, and if you and a person have a relationship, doesn't matter what the relationship is, okay? Family member, friend, in the case we are discussing today, boyfriend and girlfriend, alright? Don't do it, and if things don't go right with the individual, you are constantly reminding them of what they have, you know, what you have done for them, all right? And this is what is happening with Colleen. See, Colleen had the chance to change her boyfriend's life six years ago. Her boyfriend, boyfriend, okay? Her boyfriend has been struggling with chronic kidney disease since the age of 17, so he was on dialysis, and his kidneys functioned at just 5% of the average capacity. So Colleen decided to go see if she was a match because she didn't want to watch him die. What happened next? Well... In a series of TikTok videos, the surgery was a success and both made a full recovery. And according to Colleen, seven months later, he was in these streets cheating on her. She kept that man alive, allegedly, just so he could go cheat on her. Colleen explained uh, on the Talker of the Ticks how her ex told he was going to Las Vegas for a bachelor party with some guys in his church. (laughs) She she was in the thick of final exams and trusted her boyfriend completely. And then later on, he turned up on her doorstep and confessed to cheating. All right. They argued. She gave him a second chance. And three months later, the guy dumped Colleen over the phone. He said to her, allegedly, if we are meant for each other, God will bring us back together in the end. But it only got messier from there. This mystery boyfriend, kidney recipient, told Colleen she only donated your kidney. You only donated your kidney to look good. All right. Question, though, if you donate a kidney to your significant other, can they ever complain about you not getting them something for birthdays, Christmas, Valentine's? I wish you would complain about not getting something for Valentine's when I gave you my heart, literally. Well, I'd be dead, so it don't matter, but you understand my point. Uh, I believe this story is cap, okay, fiction, a tall tale, an entertaining tall tale, but a story nonetheless. And the reason you would be, you know... The reason I think it's Cap is because you would be saying this human's name if this man really existed. Ain't no way you tell this whole story and don't give us his name, his social media handle, something. Maybe she did on the tacos of the tics. Maybe the folks who be all over Tic Tac know his name, but I don't, okay? Maybe they know who he is. But if you was going to put someone on blast because you gave them a whole kidney, I think you would say that person's name. Number two reason I think this story is, Cap, correct me if I'm wrong, because we're going to open the phone lines. Uh, I'm not a doctor. I just have an honorary doctorate from South Carolina State University. Drop, drop on clue, for South Carolina State. All right. I thought when it came to uh, transplants, sex mattered. I thought I thought sex mattered when it came to organ transplants. I thought uh sex differences influenced organ transplant rejection rate. I just I, dis- I thought it depended on what you were transplanting. Yeah. So I, I did some research this morning, and by research I mean Google. <laughs> you Google <laughs> and Google said only in some exceptional conditions, male donor to female recipient kidney transplant may be successful, and female donors to male recipients are not suggested, especially in aged patients with the history of dialysis. I don't know. Like I said, we can open the phone lines to doctors to put us on the game, but let's just say hypothetically I believe this story. My brother, if what I just read about female donors, if what I just researched on Google, okay, is true about, uh, you know, female donors, the male recipients, if it's true, and it only in some exceptional conditions is it, is it successful, then you got to get the biggest hee-haw for missing out on your soulmate. Do you know how many people are out here praying for, To God? To bless them with the right one? Do you know how many people are out here with someone asking for a sign from God to let them know this is indeed the person they're supposed to be with? If a woman, number one, wants to give you her kidney and said woman is a match and doesn't want to see you die, you're supposed to drop to your knees and say, will you marry me? Period. And Colleen, I'm glad you did the right thing. Okay, organ donors save lives. But when you do something out of the goodness of your heart, or in this case, the goodness of your kidney, just do it because whether or not you gave him a kidney has nothing to do with whether he wanted you to be with him or not. Okay, I know it's upsetting because you could have just let him die. But look at it this way. You gave him the strength to make some other woman happy. All right, that man will probably get with some other woman, love them have kids, beautiful, healthy babies that will grow up in this planet and contribute greatly to society. And they have you to thank for that, Colleen. Allegedly. Even though I don't believe the story. Uh, I still have to let the Hamiltones give this young man the biggest hee-haw. Oh,
9: now you are, mm. mm-hmm. you are the donkey
1: of the day. You are the donkey of the day.
4: I don't believe this story, by the way. I think it's cat, but uh, nobody cares about the truth when the lie is more entertaining. And um, the, content is king. What's the question? The question is should you be donating kidneys to your boyfriend? <laughs> don't you think that's a little bit much? Did she ask for it back, though?
6: Because <laughs> I would want my back. You break up with me? Nah, I need that back. Uh-huh. I need, my, need that I don't back. think
4: it's a warranty on the kidney. <laughs> nah, I need bro. that back. I don't think you nah, keep the receipt on nah, the kidney, nah, I need
6: that back. You got to give me. <laughs> come on, bring that back.
4: I don't think you keep the receipt on the kidney, man. All right. 800-585-1051. I just want to know what people think about this situation.
6: Call I really it, do. Call us up right now. Let's talk about it again. Because 800- did he owe her
4: anything? Did he owe her a life?
6: Yes, I need my kidney back. Did
4: he, did he did he owe her you know to be with her for the rest of her life? I think he should have, but did he really owe her? No, she did something out of the goodness of her heart and or, or the goodness of her kidney. He's alive. He decided to move on with his life. No, I did that because I thought we were gonna be together. Well, we're not together. That's why that you back. should have got the ring first. He's about to die. That is true. I got to keep you alive to get married. <laughs> and then Wow.
6: Yeah, I kept wow. you alive to get married, and then you. Let's discuss. All right, 800 585 1051 is the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: The Breakfast Club. <laughs> it's topic time. Oh, yeah, oh,
1: phone, <laughs> Call 800
0: 585 1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it.
6: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just join us, Charlemagne gave Donkey the to who?
4: There's a guy, allegedly, uh, who's a boyfriend of a woman named Colleen. Colleen is 30, and she was on the talker of the ticks, and she donated a kidney. She donated a kidney to her ex-boyfriend and then claimed that he cheated and dumped her just 10 months later and accused her of going ahead with the transplant uh, just to look good.
6: Mm. Wow, so she gave him the kidney. Yes, and, and then he, he cheated
4: left. seven months later. Damn it, man. They got back together, but then he dumped a... Uh, Three months later. I'm going to need
6: my kidney back. You got to run that back. We had to go to a doctor. I need my kidney back. I can't just give that to you.
5: You can't force somebody to give a kidney back. Why can't you? That's terrible. He, if I he got that kidney acting all brand new. If I
6: buy, <laughs> if I buy acting all brand new of jewelry or whatever, I get that back. I need my kidney back. What do you think? What
5: are you going to do? Go and go go inside of him and grab it. You can't force anybody to do it. And, you know, unfortunately, when you do something for somebody, it's never because you have to have expectations. I mean, you can have expectations, but they might not be met. And so this no. is a valuable life lesson. No. If I'm going to give you my kidney or any other type of organ, doesn't necessarily mean we're going right. to end up together. And you, there's now nothing ye, you can do about it. Your
6: boyfriend needs a kidney. You giving it to mm-hmm.
5: him? Um. Oh, I mean, man. is he like about to die?
4: <laughs> how bad is it? How, is it? <laughs> how much he got left how on his battery? How, how dead is your battery? What's his percentage
5: like? <laughs> you foul. I try to help him find. I try to
4: help him
6: find somebody. But yes, I
5: would if if I had to. If it was you know. To save if his it was
6: life or death. Oh man.
4: Yeah, I don't. I don't know what you do in a situation like this. Um, uh, I don't think that she should have felt like he owed her anything, though. No? Because even though he did give, she gave him a kidney. It's not like he he. He was destined to be with her for the rest of you know their but life
6: kidding, yes you are man you're I mean
4: not. it depends because if you guys
5: are miserable together is no you can't force yourself it to don't stay take my kidney if we're miserable if are com- miserable don't take my those kid.
4: conversations could get harsh though I should have let you die <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> offering them alcohol
6: <laughs> hello who's this it's Asia Asia what's up talk to us
8: so, I get the whole kidney thing. I get the, I'm going to donate it because I love you, but if you're to cheat on me you're going to leave me for somebody else, I'm going to have to take that return back, you know. See? Um,
7: what are y'all talking about? That's, <laughs> that's that not how
4: kidneys work,
7: people. Yeah, We're,
4: talking We're talking about kidneys. You don't nah, just give a kidney back. You ain't going to use your kidney with another bitch. Nah,
6: F that. I want my
8: kidney back. Right. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You are not finna going to take it and then leave. Like, you can be happy with somebody else. But you can be happy with her kidney, you can get it on back.
4: You know it'd be so funny, be like, well come get it then. <laughs> come, get come get it if you wanted that back.
5: <laughs> you really want to come get you it.
4: Go over there with a knife. <laughs> like, what the hell? Laying
5: up with somebody else with my kidney. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, who's this? Catherine. Hey, Catherine.
6: Now, would you donate your kidney?
7: Well, okay, so it was going to be a lose-lose anyway. So I heard Charlemagne say that, you know, she should have got the ring first, but you been married, folks still cheat on a spouse. And he still could have left. So, you know, would you want your boyfriend to die or you know, he was gonna I don't he was probably gonna leave anyways, no matter what. It just probably wasn't in the charge. And Like Charlemagne said, you know, she donated a kidney and he probably get married to the love of his life and have babies and everything or whatever. That's so was, right.
4: So she can look at it so, like you know. I to, oh go ahead.
7: I wanna wanted, wanted to also say about the um the gender transplant thing. Um, it really doesn't matter in some cases, like you said, I know you said you googled with it. My aunt, her sister had diabetes real bad and she needed a kidney, so she asked my aunt, but my aunt had the sickle cell trait, so she could not donate, but she, um, the next person was her brother, and it was a successful transplant. Now, mm-hmm. hold
4: on, it's 2022, so I have to ask, was her brother, did her brother used to be her sister?
7: No, okay,
4: no, not at all. Okay.
6: Alright, well, thank you, mama. You're welcome, y'all have a good one. I mean, I'm sure they can. Aren't they taking pig parts now, too? <laughs>
4: what? <laughs> what? I don't know, man. Huh? I just asked. Last I,
6: week, did we talk about a pig that gave a heart? Or yes, something?
4: But, yeah, but I don't know if the pig was. I, I don't think the pig heart stayed in the human that long, though. Did it?
6: I think he's still in the human.
4: I don't know, man. All right.
6: 800 585 1051. And Charlemagne gave ahead. Donkey the Day to who?
4: Uh, her name is Colleen on TikTok. And she says she donated a kidney to her ex-boyfriend, and she claims he cheated and dumped her just 10 months later and accused her of going ahead with the transplant just to look good. I don't believe this story, by the way. alright 800 right. 80-585-1051. What would you do with the Breakfast Club? Good morning.
1: I know it
0: now. I I I Call me. Add your opinions to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 800-585-1051.
6: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're talking about Donkey today. Charlemagne gave to this uh, young lady. She allegedly gave... She's 30
4: years old. Name's Colleen Lee. Gave her kidney
6: to her boyfriend because he needed it, of course, and then her boyfriend dumped her. Cheated on her, dumped her, and now he
4: laid up with the next chick with, with her kidney. That's right, having kids. You know, I don't know if he It's his kids kidney yet.
5: now.
4: That's yeah. that. It's my kidney now. <laughs> now but uh, she got to look at the bright side. You know what I'm saying? You gave this man the strength, you know, to be with other women. And, you know, he probably find the real love of his life. And they'll have kids and grow up to be a productive, you know, family. And those kids will be productive citizens in this world. And it's all thanks to you, Colleen. Nope.
5: Mm-hmm. He'll be back <laughs> if he needs another organ.
4: You stupid.
8: Hello,
5: who's this? Hey, this is Misy from Norway. Hey, what's
8: up? What would you do, Meecee? Well, I think she should find solace in knowing that she did the right thing. I mean, she was a vessel in having someone here on Earth for another day. She should also remember that you reap what you sow. So if he did anything with malice or bad intentions, he's going to get it right back.
4: Well, well, it depends, right? Because what were her intentions with giving that kidney? If, if she was really doing it out the goodness of her heart, she'll reap what she sow. But if she was doing it because you know she wanted to hold it over his head, I don't know.
8: That's true. That's true, Charlemagne. That's true, too. But the, the more the survey, you reap what you sell here.
4: That's true. Thank you, Mama. <laughs> Any doctors on the line? I need to know about this kidney mm-hmm. gender transplant. We ain't got no doctors on the line. I don't see none. Hello, who's this?
8: Hi, this is Keisha from Virginia. Hey, hey Keisha. Keisha
4: from Virginia. What would you do, Keisha?
8: So I, I'm actually in a very similar situation. My husband uh, is waiting for a kidney, and it is a very challenging thing to see whether or not you're going to be a donor for us. It took me a minute before I actually applied because it's a life-changing event. Now, the thing, Shalman, you were saying about the men to women, that is an accurate. It's okay. about the blood type that makes that the importance. Um, my husband has, happens to have an O positive, which he can really accept any type of a donor. Mm. Unfortunately, I wind up having diabetes so that I'm not eligible at this time to be his donor. Mm. But what I think is really important is you when you accept kidney and when you give them your kidney you can't do that with a reservation of anything that's right they don't even Mm -hmm. owe to a relationship because imagine you giving them your kidney and the only reason y'all are staying together is because of that kidney whose blood is that really benefiting? so I think that when you give somebody something such as that you've got to give it to them for the person I mean we love that person so you've got to love them enough to want them to live a happy life even if it doesn't include you
4: That's real. real.
8: There's a childish part of me that has had that. Well, hold on a minute. I might have to go get my kidney back. But then (laughs) to really think about it and say, you know, man, as a man, to know that I want him to have a good life. So I think that when somebody gives that to you, you even owe them to stay in a relationship if that's what you want. But I do think you owe them the honesty that if you're not there to stay in a relationship, let them know before they give you that kidney.
4: I agree. Right. Very, Thank you, Mom. very very sensible that, statement. An Absolutely, and good luck to your husband. Thank you, Queen.
8: Thank you. Have a good one.
4: Now, what if you're a girl, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. A woman, uh-huh. and your boyfriend needs a kidney, uh-huh. and your blood don't match, uh-huh. but you find out he—well, you knew he was cheating on oh, you, boy. right? So, but but he stopped messing with the side chick, but the side chick steps up and says, "I would like to see," and finds out the side chick blood matches, and the side chick wants to donate her kidney. Do you let your husband get that kidney from the side chick? Would you take that kidney from the side chick? That's not, that wasn't the question. <laughs> I'm just My, asking who, you. who side you on here. Listen, okay, <laughs> I, just, outside, I, I, ain't I asked. I asked the question. You. I'm a doc. Well, I just want to know what would, a, would a woman what, what would you what would they do? Yeah,
5: I would tell him get it, but we wouldn't be together anymore. Damn, yeah, at least should be alive. Damn,
4: she volunteered. Okay, okay, okay. All right, guys. What, right. what if? What mm. if a donor comes in? Donor right? comes in. Right, it uh-huh. matches. Matches. They do the surgery. It's successful. Then you find out after the fact. It was a girl he used to mess with. What do you do, yeah. do, you want that kidney back?
5: Do I want it back? No, we just won't be together anymore. Damn! Damn, Damn. he didn't and, know? He didn't know? <laughs> Onward and upward.
4: She be on Twitter talking about, I'm keeping your man alive, bitch. <laughs> 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 My goodness. My
6: goodness. We got rumors on the way, me?
5: Yes, let's talk about Ari Lennox. She says she's not doing interviews anymore and, you know she's not going to South Africa, and she wants to be dropped from her label because she wants to be free. And she did say social media is a traumatizing, unhealthy place. We'll give you the background.
6: All right, we'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: The Breakfast Club.
5: Listen get up,
7: it's Justin.
0: All the gossip, the rumor report, with Angela. Angela Yee.
7: It's the rumor report.
0: The Breakfast Club.
5: Well, Ari Lennox has been in the news and that is all because of an interview that she did. Uh, she was talking to a podcaster named Mack G and here's what happened on that interview. And we're at right now, is someone right now? Oh my married?
7: God, whoa <laughs> there. Um, I'm not having. whoa, that's a wild question. <laughs> why that way, why act it that way, whoa
3: because yeah, that's what you say in the song, you know what I mean? Oh, I love that part. <laughs> what did,
7: did I say that? I said it in the song?
10: Yeah. Don't you remember the song?
7: Oh, I guess I did say that. I did say that. <laughs> okay, all right. Let me um okay, you just threw you caught me off guard there, but uh I did say that, but no I...
4: That's not actually what she said in the song. Though. But she said in the song like, like, you listen to the song Pop, she says, um she says, If you really love me, I'll F you good. Said I'll F you good, mm-hmm. not the not the guy'll F her good.
5: Now, he's from South Africa. He has a podcast Mm -hmm. and chill show. Now, after that, there was a lot of people weighing in on how uncomfortable she felt. She posted, I'm just like, why was I alone on a call full of people? Why didn't anyone intervene? And why wasn't parts of the interview destroyed like the team promised? Why did it Mm -hmm. happen to begin with? Just feel slow and ambushed and blindsided. But F it. I don't want anyone feeling sorry for me. I'm tired of the narrative. Exhausted. I'm good. I promise. But as for interviews, I'm not doing them anymore. There's enough lives and interviews Mm -hmm. out there already. Now, uh, this continued on over the weekend, and then she said, South Africa, y'all got it, heard you loud and clear, this won't be a place I will ever visit, really got grown men justifying rape and predatory culture, disgusting, and... It just went on from there. But she wow. did say that uh, social media is a traumatizing, unhealthy place. You are only accepted here if you're perfect and seemingly happy at all times. When every single life knows that's not realistic. People cry. People complain. People are mad in real life. I just never care to be a fake ass bitch.
4: You know, I, I love watching uh, young media personalities attempt to figure it out. You know, and, and one thing I won't do is judge Mac G because, you know, I at one point. Yeah. was was a Mac G. I was mm-hmm. one of those young boys like that. So I would rather counsel, counsel the man instead of cancel him. And this is a teachable moment for young media personalities. I didn't hear the whole context of the conversation. I just heard that part. So I don't know how they got to that question. But let me be the first to tell you, it's not what you say, but how you say it. And I feel like if it's based off something an artist said in a song, it's fair game, but the delivery still has to be correct. And as a 43-year-old man, I would rather the woman in the room ask a question like that right like yeah, y'all have combos like that on lip service all the time right
5: well and people did bring up the re lennox lip service interview but i will say before people come on that show we also let them know you know we're talking about sex and relationships we're having mm-hmm. a good time we try not to ask anything that's going to make anyone uncomfortable i would have said look in your song you said this so in mm-hmm. real life is this what's happening and so people know that's what that podcast is about they actually request to come on there knowing that's what it's about. We have Joey Badass on tomorrow. He wanted to do an interview mm-hmm. about sex and relationships. So they know what they're walking into. But if it's somebody you don't know who you're not comfortable with and it comes out of left field, that can feel But I also yeah, yeah, the, the first thing that-
4: the first thing he should have did is is he should have asked her about the actual record that he was about to reference. Ask her about the pop record. Then after discussing the record, you know, you might can get into, you know, some lyrics. But I I still feel like he got the lyric wrong. But not only that, if it was asked to be removed
6: and they said that they would remove it, and didn't remove it. That's another problem. Well, if they promised
4: to right. remove, if able.
6: they promised to remove, yeah, it. If yeah they absolutely. promised to. That's yeah. what she said in her. She that's said, what she that's said what she in, she
5: in said. her tweet. So, yeah. So, and then it's not easy when people are are coming at you. If she felt uncomfortable, she felt uncomfortable. You can't be mad at her or tell her, "Well, you said this, or you did that." You know, it, and you if can't she expect It is.
4: Yeah, and you can't expect her to react, you know, that way in real time. You know what I mean? People think about things later and be like, "Damn, why are you do me like that?" You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you, you, you know, everybody reacts to things differently, but yeah, I, I would just say, you know, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. A lot of times. And All
5: right I, and now I think Julia we know
4: what Fox we're talking about, means- right? We've been around the block, us, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, we've, been, yeah. we've asked a couple, couple of questions or two in the interviews, right? Yeah.
5: All right, now Julia Fox has addressed people saying that she's dating Kanye West for quote clout. You know, she has her own podcast called Forbidden Fruits, and here's what she had to say about that.
2: When I was younger, I was such an attention seeker. Had to be like make everything about me, every situation about me. Um, and as I like got older and like did work on myself, like now like I really like don't need it or care for it people are like oh you're only in it for the fame you're in it for the clout you're in it for the money and it's like honey like I dated billionaires my entire adult life okay let's keep it real and secondly um, no I really don't I just care about like making my art like watch my movie
4: I don't know what she just said she said watch a movie That's what I got from it. She said she's
5: dated billionaires her entire adult life and she's not dating Kanye for clout. She could care less. You with the wrong person. uh, Just watch her movies and her art. And she also addressed a video that circulated where she's with, yay, Madonna, Antonio Brown, Floyd Mayweather, Jason Lee. They're partying. She said she was supposed to be at dinner for just Madonna, just the two of them. She said all these other celebs crashed the party. Okay. All right. And by the way, that Kanye Genius Netflix documentary has... Uh, it has premiered at the Sundance Film Festival, the Sundance Studio. So people got a chance to see that. I saw they were saying Kanye wants final edit and approval. Mm -hmm. But Kuri and Chike, who actually directed it, uh, did an interview where they discussed basically, um, you know, documentaries aren't supposed to be to make you just look like you're in a good light. It is supposed to be a documentary. So they did say that they worked really hard on this and they worked with Kanye on this. And while he's had a chance to see it, he's not getting the final, final cut. Okay. So that's Ye's journey through their vision. Okay. And that is your rumor report. All right. And you, you can see that, by the way. And you can see that, by the way, on Netflix starting February 16th. It's a Kanye trilogy.
4: And just real quick. I hope I Ari hope Lennox doesn't stop going to South Africa just because of, you know, one bad conversation. Like, South Africa is beautiful. Absolutely. Like, don't deny yourself, you know, those trips to South Africa just because of one conversation. I'm mad. I can't go there.
5: Yeah, and I saw, I saw a lot of people from South Africa showing her support and saying they would love for her to come there. So,
4: all right, well, and salute Mac G, too, and, and you know the podcast and chill podcast. Like, I'm I'm always here for counsel. All right, well, that is your rumor report. Let's get to the mix, the People's
6: Choice mix. Get your requesting. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning,
0: the Breakfast Club. Your mornings will
6: never be the same. Our Audible pick of the day is the perfect day to boss up. This is Rick Ross's guide to building your own empire. Now listen up. Your first 30 days of
0: Audible are free when you sign up at audible.com slash breakfast club. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
6: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building.
4: Yes, indeed. Havoc and Styles P. Introduce by name, man. What the up, group what name. Wreckage what up, what up. Oh. Manor. Wreckage Manor. Thank, thank, you, manor. Thank, <laughs> you. Thank, thank you, thank
10: <laughs> you. That feels <laughs> thank good. See
4: Let's start,
6: let's start from the beginning. How did you guys get together and say, you know what, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna create this group.
3: Um, oh, you know what? One day I just woke up. I wanted to do a project with one of my favorite artists. Styles P was at the top of that list. He was with it. Hell yeah! Sent him some music, and we just did the thing.
10: What does wreckage man mean? Wreckage, sending them for havoc. Man mm-hmm. is sending them for Styles, and we felt you uh-huh. know. Oh clever! How we, yeah, we, we <laughs> was bringing what we was bringing, but we was bringing it in a, in a different way. Right. And um, respect to um, our respective groups, Lox and, and Mob Deep. Mm-hmm. He's a member of Mob. I'm a member of Locks. We're gonna give you that, but it was in a. And a manner we was going to do it. And we felt like it was just going to be real accurate hip hop mm-hmm. that gives you a wreckage feeling, but with, with Gracious style.
5: When you look at some of your first videos and footage from performances, how many people are still with you from back then?
3: Whew. Oh, man. They I used would to say- run a hundred deep. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. How many people? A hundred deep. Uh, we uh, five
6: out there now? Man, <laughs> I, would I would say man. like yeah. one percent?
3: <laughs> all those people yeah. you know, on stage, like, for me, you know, because we was kids back then. You know, mm-hmm. people change, and you know, mm-hmm. when you come in the game, you bring like a thousand people with you just to for that support. But then they mess everything up for you because they Fight. they don't mean to. Yeah, right, you know right. what <laughs> I mean? But in in, in the business sense. It's not good for business, you know what I mean? But your, your people's mean well, you know what I mean? Because they just did to hold you down, but, you know, everybody rough around the edges.
5: So what advice would you give to artists now who are just coming out, they got all their peoples around, and even for the people that are around and are trying to, like, be an asset to an artist, what kind of advice would you give?
10: You just gave it. Be an asset. I would tell an artist to tell an entourage, make sure you're an asset, not a liability, and leave the criminals for criminal activity. I think... A, a large part of a lot of artists really want to be gangsters, and it's cool if you really was a gangster and you're making it and you're making a way out. But I think it's a big misconception that gangsters still want to be gangsters. So gangsters want to, this morning that. Was, yeah. stuck. What, what? What was it? The wolf line.
4: Wolves don't make good house
10: pets. No, I, but I was talking. All. Yeah, I was talking
4: about people who like to play play yeah. the street. Like, you yeah, know what I, mean? I was that's actually a, talking about Ye
10: right now. Yeah, Kanye. that's that's a that's a good point because they don't. I mean, mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't know. Sometimes you're a sheep standing right next to a wolf, and Mm -hmm. you have no idea. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, you know, they get in in this thing, and you might just be at the club. You might just be talking crap, but you might be talking crap to the wrong. Absolutely, you might be just talking crap to the wrong dudes. Who's there's a lot of dudes willing to throw it away. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people in the industry don't realize that. Like, because even now, like when the time we we came out too, you couldn't walk around with. Half a million on. If your reputation didn't mm-hmm. solidify that you could walk around with a half a million Correct. on, mm-hmm. and now it's like I'm doing this. I'm lollygagging in the city, and you know I'm mm-hmm. talking crazy, and I'm not built like that.
4: Yeah, I was talking about you know the, the Kanye situation because it's like you know you see him with the Jay Princes in the game and yeah. being he Siegel now. And then he's rapping about you know beating people up, and then I was thinking about what he said on Drink Champs about how he he just used the backpackers. He ain't really rock with them. And I'm like, yo, if you're doing that with them street dudes, yeah. wolves don't make good house pets. You're gonna learn is the that. one
10: thing too. You gotta understand all all across the board, no matter what, whether it's gangsters or not, even just corporate wolves. Mm-hmm. Wolves mm-hmm. are wolves. If you, you can't take advantage of certain people, because they're gonna want to take advantage back of you. That's right. And then some people are letting you be there because they plan on taking advantage of mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. whatever circle you're in. You gotta know if you're the sheep or the wolf. Now you you mentioned something for both of y'all. Now you talk about these young
6: artists, you know, they they're quick to throw it away for, for a lot of them. But both of y'all at one time. Was quick
10: to throw it away. I was the master of quick to throw it, <laughs> away. I to throw it away.
4: I, mean, I you know, was you know, the you know, lead
10: pitcher. Even on this, you say if
4: you don't got a gun, I might be quoting the wrong, line wrong. You said even if you don't got a gun, you got two blades on you.
10: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Protection. <laughs> eh?
1: Protection.
10: See, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a. I'm a peaceful person. I strive for peace, but I'm a. I'm a realistic person. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna. I don't see him. Old styles is right there. Any given moment, anything, wait, wait, more, wait, anything wait. happen. I'm not gonna just. I'm not a turn the cheek other kind of dude. I'm a less. I'm not afraid to say yo. I don't want this problem. Right. I will also tell you. Do not confuse me saying I don't want the problem with I won't handle the problem. Mm-hmm. Like that's a big <laughs> difference. I think. But men should be men enough to be like. I'm 47. I ain't trying to eat tomorrow. I ain't trying to look for <laughs> you. <laughs> I ain't no, trying, to, no, no. trying to ask your little homies where you at. I ain't Word. trying to.
5: I've definitely had styles have to step to somebody for me before in the juice bar. Yeah, but just quietly, like, Yeah, like but screaming. it was nice. Everything it was respectful. I, I do it. I'm not
10: on no yo. I'm like you know. Before it was more like you but know. Now you I'll, to I'll approach you How did y'all respectfully. Both get
6: to that to that point where it's like <laughs> you know what? I'm not doing this no more. Like like when when, hey. when was that? Because. You've done it a zillion and one times. You've done it a zillion and one times. When did it get to that point where it's like, you know what? I got to stop. But today is the day.
3: Getting locked up for something. You know what I mean. Low key, and just seeing some of my people's getting locked up. You know what I mean. And just thinking how easily I could just throw it away. You know what I mean. Just knowing that it's not worth it. Mine was a quest for inner peace, really. Mm-hmm. Like like you say, it it was a time where, as a rapper,
10: I never not had two guns on me. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't just live like this every day, and it's not cool and just you want to go somewhere and just be in peace. So have to apologize for all the stuff that you've done because y'all both done. Why are you making so it seem like yeah,
1: they're yeah. such criminals, yeah. man? Yeah. Damn. Damn. <laughs> I mean, if I, if I, if I yeah. said it on you, you had
10: it coming most likely. See That's one mean? thing like, I say. I I've always been a gentleman. I've never been no just knucklehead <laughs> and did anything for a reputation. I probably went too far when something happened, but I've never been like a random troublemaker. That, that ain't never been alongside with my name. Mm-hmm. You never see me not coming yeah, down. Not be professional, (laughs) like if I get in the studio with anybody from back then, I come to do my job, I'm professional, I'm not talking crap to the engineers, the other artists, none of that. I come to do my job, I come to leave. Now if I step outside and something go wrong and you kind of a cause of it, that's part of the jungle and that's part of, your past makes you you, who you are today. Mm -hmm. If I have offended someone and I was wrong and it was on me, while I'm on air, I humbly apologize.
3: My fault is on me. I mean you know I had to apologize a bunch of times. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh you Not, know even even today sometimes you know I got to still
5: apologize. Yeah.
3: You know
4: have you you are a very underrated producer man. Like you helped to craft a whole sound of Thank a city.
1: You. New York, you know what I
4: mean? Thank man? you. In the 90s but why why you think you don't get mentioned with like the premieres and the the Rizzas?
3: You know, I I really don't have no idea. Maybe because I'm I'm low key as a You're person. Humble. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm very humble as a person. So you know, I don't go out, go out there and toot my own horn. Because sometimes if you don't toot your horn ain't nobody going to do it for you, you know what I mean? But that's just me, you know I'm saying, by default. You know what I'm saying? I'm just one of those and laid back low-key. And not only that,
10: he he's definitely needs more credit as a producer, but also as a rapping producer oh, yeah. doing a golden era. It takes a lot of talent to do that, and he did it at a time where a lot of people weren't doing it, and those who were weren't able to do it at a high level on both sides. Like, this is half a mob Deep. He, mm-hmm. he, he rapped and produced the joint, so I think he doesn't get a credit enough credit for that either. Like, you think- is, he's the birth of like, Kanye and J. Cole's yeah. and you know part of it
6: alright we got more with Havoc and Styles P when we come back Don't Move it's the Breakfast Club good morning morning everybody it's DJ Envy Angela Yee Charlamagne the Guy we are the Breakfast Club we're still kicking it with Havoc from Mob Deep and Styles P from the
4: Locks of course Charlamagne I, I can only imagine how I felt to lose Prodigy on a personal level um, but on a professional level did you feel like you lost a, a muse
3: um definitely mm-hmm. absolutely you know what I mean um prodigy was one of the greats you know what i mean i you know every time he would come around i just would smile you know what i mean mm-hmm. just just him being in my presence i just i couldn't help it you know i couldn't stay mad at him too long you know um i definitely lost the muse it, it there'll never be nobody like him that i ever meet in my lifetime that will be like him so that was a a, a big big loss.
6: I miss Mob Deep on the verses, man. I would love to see Mob Deep doing verses.
3: That would have been versus Yeah, the that's locks. that's one left. of the yeah. <laughs> That, yeah, that would have been crazy, you know what I mean? That's one of the things that like when you think about Prodigy not being here, you know, for me sometimes I'm like, "Damn, he never going to be on stage with me again." You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that, that's monumental for me. Mm-hmm. I, it's like I can't fathom it.
4: Did it take away your love for music for
3: a moment? Um, it it, it didn't take away my love for music, but it definitely humbled me to the fact where I had to sit back and really reflect on like how I'm gonna move forward. You know That's why it kinda took me a while to even do anything as far as projects is concerned uh, since Prodigy passed.
10: What do you think caused New York to get away from that sound? It's a combination of things. Money, internet, and lack of leadership. I mean, you gotta think about it. Us in the 90s, we weren't, financially taught how to even be stable with the money we were getting. Like even now to to the day, not even being funny if you think about it. As a people, I hate to say it, but we still not thinking right as artists. Nobody's really putting their money together and doing things together. And not to preach cuz I'm way more ghetto and harder than all of them. So I'm I'm just being real. Mm-hmm. But what are y'all doing for the people? Like I think people just forget about what we're really doing. Like I said when I went to your show, like you see I was really in awe. like that's what it's about. This is black. You know what I'm saying? It was like here at home, like yeah, like we on TV. Nah, this is black. This is black women in power. This is me. We doing it. We like if you ain't thinking about who's coming behind you, what are you thinking about? And absolutely, that's the that's the, that's the we don't we don't g check each other on that. But I think he was talking about musically as far as New York. Like where did New York money? Because money makes you not really worry about what you holding on to, what's sacred to you. You start getting money and you start expanding. You start using South people's sounds. You start trying to sound like them, walk like them. And then the internet made everyone's hood accessible to everyone. So we came up. We all sounded alike, but not alike. Queensbridge ain't gonna sound like Yonkers. Mm -hmm. They ain't gonna sound like Brooklyn. They ain't gonna sound like the Bronx. Now, kids are going on the internet and, you know, ASAP and them, they had the drill. I mean, the the screwed sound, which Mm -hmm. was dope to do, but it was like, all right, we tampering with this and with that because they had the internet to find out about it mm-hmm. and tamper with it. You think because they shut New York down, I feel like it was a time where,
6: where like, like when I go to these other cities, it's, I see people hanging out. They having a good time, but New York, we didn't have that after a while. Like, there was the Grants to them, 125th Street. You go to Jamaica Avenue. They, we had that. But then it seemed like all that got shut down and the pushed tunnel. away. Where tunnel. Yeah, the <laughs> tunnel. Yeah, There was so see. many different places where we could go out. But now it's like nowhere. So it's like you had to go out of town. You went to Atlanta. You went to Philly. You went to Cali. You went to Miami. I think
10: because we, I mean, you, you're right exactly what you're saying, but New York is the Mecca, so we started all of that. So everybody got to see what was happening and get to, you know, capitalize off of which they was the hip-hop great thing to do, but at the same time you gotta think the powers to be who didn't wanna see hip-hop keep growing like that where you're gonna shut down first, the home of it. Right? Mm-hmm. How many times you been harassed by hip-hop cops back then? Come on now. So much to the point where I have a good relationship with most of them now. I see them, they be like, what's up? It's love Juicy for Life, we got, like, you know what I mean? It's like, I walk in places now with the old people, they be
5: like, let him right in. Havoc, you had some memorable tunnel nights.
3: Crazy. Oh. <laughs> too many. Number <non-rual laughs> nights. But um, I used to love to go to the tunnel, man. You know, I mean, sometimes I used to just go there by myself. Like, and just, you know, hang out and chill and just get that vibe so I could just go back home and just make some crazy beats. I used to go there at 7 p.m. Yeah.
5: That's how we to We had to wait <laughs> online down the block. To wait on line at <laughs> 7 p.m. to
3: get there. And this <laughs> what the mob, you asked what the mob mean
10: to us, like, in our crew, and, and Yonkers, it was a thing too before anybody got on. You know, we. Hustling, we working, we doing everybody's doing everything, but you gotta get your fit right for Sunday to go to the tunnel. Right? Right, right, and yeah. you're telling That's your cool. man, the line was I hit my man on the phone, tunnel banging, come get me. That was it. That's why everybody right. knew we out. And it's my
5: Sunday, people do that record and our yeah. records, yeah. records has so much presence in the tunnel.
3: And, and 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 also uh Chris Lighty was like, you know what I mean? Him mm-hmm. and Jessica was at the door. So you know we was getting in like nothing. God bless Chris. Oh, Murray. they wasn't
5: making you go through the metal detector? and None of that. <laughs> <laughs> Take it shoes was horrible. On, man.
3: <laughs> It was bad. Something could have really, really bad. Did Dude. you ever have
5: any incidents in there?
3: Personally? Nah, I never had no. Luckily, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I always, you know, by the time I left, you know, the next morning, I'd be like, yo, you ain't hear what happened? Like, right. four people got shot. I'm like, We used what? to
6: stay until they started playing house music at the end.
5: <laughs> that's how good. That, get like, out
6: of here. <laughs> that's how long I used to be in that club. They had the yeah. first um co-ed bathroom. Yeah, for the bathroom. bathroom. They had a that sh- was They had a crazy. champagne bar in the bathroom. Me capping on Cypher Sounds to DJ the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's so crazy. Yeah. I DJ oh, in the
5: know they bathroom. I DJs in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: the DJ was like
4: in the
1: bathroom.
10: It was like a <laughs>
5: lounge in there. People. Yeah, it was lit. And I, that I remember the security crazy. used to have sex with people in the bathroom. Yeah, it was
10: it was a real wild place. It was a wild. Those were wild days, man.
5: There's nothing like it.
10: No, nothing. I don't think they will ever be able to emulate that. Never. That's good anyway, though, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so To a certain extent. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <Chuck laughs> sometimes things have to be bad for things to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: yeah. You
4: know what I mean? Do you all wish y'all would have done things like this sooner in your career?
3: And and if so, like, what prevented that? Like, this coming together? Collabs. Collabs. Yeah, I, I always thought of that. I was like, damn, why why we never did this before? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, me do an album with Neff or, or Ray Kwon or. Mm-hmm. You know things that I there Like my new me. generation does a lot. They do collaborations. That's you, so dope. Yeah, that's dope. To you i mean, mean? it's
10: one of the starters of that. You they, are like Definitely. let's. I mean, you, you know, I don't like to throw my <laughs> <I don't> like <laughs> to throw my stuff. I don't get a lot of credit for a lot. I told kids the other day. I think I brought design and fashion to hip hop and never got the credit. What did you I, do that? The Burberry bucket. Nobody even knew about Burberry true, or exotic clothes. True, true. It was the knock yourself <laughs> out video or one of them I had a Burberry bucket. I don't want to know styles for fashion. Me neither, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to yeah, we- No, I'm just saying you do a lot of things that you yeah, never yeah, get yeah. the credit for.
4: I think about a record like Last Day, and I'm like, damn, what if know mm-hmm. big and the locks would have did more records? with have.
10: We I was we were supposed to do the commission. Mm-hmm. What you mean? Mm-hmm. The commission would have been big, us, hove, and-, and Charlie Baltimore, right? I think yeah, I- the commission would have been lit. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I never did one record. Damn.
6: Well, let's play something off the album. What y'all want to hear?
5: Do move how we wanna.
6: Yeah, move that's how we want know. to move. Yeah, move how, right. how we want to move. There we go. Well, Wreckage man. we appreciate you for joining us. Havoc, Styles P. Thank no you. Doubt. And it's Thank the you. Breakfast
10: Club. Good morning. You know what it is. Matter of fact, you don't, because you've never seen this shit before.
6: All right, well, shout out to our guests, Havoc and Styles P. Definitely pick up their album. And shout out to Jim Jones for joining us this morning as well. Salute to Capo. All right, now. Yeah, man,
5: I wasn't there for that. I was in Chicago. But shout out to Jim Jones, Styles P, and Havoc.
6: Absolutely. All right. Now it's time to get up out of here. You got a positive note. And no and don't forget living Black. Uh it's a it's a it's so many different things. It's appearances by J. Cole, Alicia Keys, Lil Nas, X Saweetie, Megan Thee Stallion, Big Boy, Lizzo's performing, Big Sean, her, Moneybag Yo, Ari Lennox, and more. Um, so definitely check it out. That's February twenty-third on TikTok. And also shout to Audible, I right? now everyone talks about New Year's resolutions, but why is it like that? Instead of giving stuff, why not make time for the things that matter to you with Audible? Audible makes it so easy. Maybe you want to learn about finance or maybe pre-order me and my wife's book, Real Life, Real Love, all about relationships. You can do all of that. Audible has you covered. Start listening to the things that matter to you today. Sign up for a free 30-day Audible trial at audible.com slash breakfast club. All right, well, you got a positive note?
4: Yes, man. It's Monday. Right. And the start of a new work week. I just want everybody to know out there everything happens for a reason. All right. People change so that you can learn to let them go. Things go wrong so that you can appreciate them when they're right. And sometimes good things fall apart so better things can fall together. Remember that at the start of this work week.
3: Breakfast Club, bitches. You all finished and you all done?